video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 46th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica, and I'm not a humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. As per usual, I'm joined by two partners in crime, Reese Kirby, Sam Abraham, who can be found at Reese 8-Bit, 8-Bit Sam. How you going today, my brothers? Hello. Us, us, us. Hello. It's the end of an era today. No, oh, not just, just end of the year, mate. Not end of an era. Oh, I was trying the to make era. it sound grander than what it was. The era is still <laughs> ongoing. We're in the thick of the era. The 46th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. 46. 46 yeah. There's so 52 far. weeks in a year, so we definitely missed some weeks there. We did. We, we dropped the ball start, a couple like, on of Gen 7 either, did we? We were close to... Maybe it was second week. I don't know. It's all been a blur. It's been a roller coaster of fun and shenanigans. There's and been laughs. There's been tears. There's been... Laughs, there's been cries. <laughs> but it's been fun, and through it all, we've been there together talking about games. What have we learnt this year? Um, that I no longer can drink regularly several days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I've learnt the hard um, way, especially you, over this last weekend. I've learnt that you overestimate your strength when you're drunk. That I is don't know. My, my, uh, my nine and one arm wrestling record on Saturday night begs to differ. Yes, but you also... <laughs> you like, you spent no time, no time at all, like, we were sitting fluffing at the around, table. talking about, we like, I don't know, just about anything else that could have happened in the past week. You went straight to the fucking but, arm wrestling. By the way, this is in regards to the Australian Gaming Podcasting Network Christmas party that we all attended. Uh, <laughs> Sam and I were, no, all three of us were at the table talking, and then... Sam and I, I was bad. I was gone by this point. No, no, no. But Sam and I turned around to talk to each other, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and Brendan's got a crowd of people around him, like Street Fighter. Straight away, you've got this wrong. I was not there for this. (laughs) You've got to remember, I was already gone by. My memory is not that sharp on the night. It was you or someone like you. Let's let the champ tell the the story. For those trying to piece this conversation together, we went to an event at our uh, local gaming bar, Spawn Point, there on. uh, Castle Ray Street, is it? Not Castle Ray Street. Clarence. Clarence Street. I knew it started. With and they the definitely did not let us drink shots past midnight. No. Power, power to them not. for that. They stuck to their guns. They very, very good. They want to make sure that liquor license stays strong. Yep. But shout out to Nathan and uh, the crew there at Spawn Point. But um, yeah, old Pez of Pez from uh, You Game Bro set up a bit of a meet and greet drinks night there. Saturday evening rolled around. We, we rocked up. Um, staggered, fashionably late, some might say. But we were there, we were having some drinks. Salim the Dream over there was was fighting game champion of the night. So no, I got killed. Game. I got absolutely killed at Street Fighter. Yeah, man. I killed at Street Fighter. Tekken, yeah. and even Tekken, I was a bit marginal. One of the guys from two NPCs? A couple of NPCs. A couple of NPCs. I'll, I'll blame the, uh, the copious amounts of beers we drank on that night for the... The unsure recollection of how to pronounce those guys. A couple of NPCs. A couple An- of Andrew NPCs. And Alex. <laughs> Check them out. 
on the Twitters, on the Facebooks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Andrew took you on Street Fighter. Took me, took me, had his way with me. But you, you took him on Tekken. That's true. So it, yeah, so it was quid pro quo. But yeah. it was still, it was a lot of fun. And how awesome was it? Just going out there, gaming, having fun. It was, it was couple good. Bevies. It was so good to put um, faces and voices to, you know, Facebook and Twitter discussions. You to know? faces <coughs> and voices you see online. Yes. Yes. So it was good to break down some of them walls. Good bunch of guys and girls out on the Saturday night. So we left there and then we went to... Sweeney's is it? Yeah, always Which forget. Always get that. It is Tipley's. Never a mixed good idea. Up. The rooftop. <coughs> yeah, Sweeney's. So we ascended seventeen hundred flights of stairs. Yeah, it was basically Mortal Kombat. <coughs> it was. It was. Or uh, the top of those stairs. Yeah, and so I, I became Shao Kahn of the arm wrestling world. Obviously, if we're going Mortal Kombat, I just references. literally turned around and you. It was like people had fists of notes in the air, <laughs> like the background of Street Fighter Two. But it, it escalated. I can't remember the, the gentleman's name that was hanging out with us for the evening. I do apologise, as I said. That long-haired guy? <clears throat> long-haired dude. He was the, cl- <laughs> the classiest <laughs> dude there because we're all drinking... Long-haired guy. Beer blended with wood chips and he's drinking this like he was house just, red. He was just a random... Looking like a boss. Looking like Garth from Wayne's World. He was partying on. But uh, yeah, he was uh, strange, but... Very friendly. He was the instigator uh, because he kept going around to because we sort of had up there it was smaller table areas and he was going around from our table to the other crew's table. Um, we were sort of mingling between sort him, of, and he kept sort of emphasizing, "I want to see arm wrestles. I want to see. Arm, I want you to see this guy or Mary Sue." I just arm know Johnny that Smith. if we went back to Sweeney's, we'd walk past a picture on the wall and it'd be like a picture of that guy, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, he died in a fire in like 1871." <laughs> oh, he's the spirit. An, he's Mr. Sweeney from an he's, arm wrestling. He's Todd Sweeney. Uh, <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Sweeney. So, <laughs> from an arm wrestling incident that's resulted in a fire, and uh, some say if you you know drink enough, you'll on that see. Hallowed Eve. Yeah. <laughs> so you've awakened the ghost of Sweeney. <laughs> I, I just hope I didn't let. The ghost of Sweeney down. Todd, we'll call him Todd Sweeney. Todd Sweeney. Yeah. I, I didn't get a perfect run. Pez absolutely did, demolished me on the right arm arm wrestle to end the night. I got yeah. absolutely floored on that one. But, but do you remember agreeing to deadlift me for $50? I remember agreeing lifting you over my shoulder. As Garth, long as your feet were above my knees was the rule. No. Yes. As, as long as I was above your knees. Yeah, like, that's what I mean, like... Your feet and the rest. And of I could tell that if you put me over your shoulder, like for saving Private Ryan, I was just going to go ass over tit and eyeball first into a concrete pylon. But if I, I was, I remember yelling at you, being like, "I will stiffen myself like a board, and you will lift with one leg and one arm." Oh, brother! And, and deadlift because that was the whole thing. It was deadlifting, so you lift with your legs, and you're like, "Oh, bro, I lift with my legs," and I was like. You're like, I'm going to chuck him back. Your legs will pop out right beneath you, my friend. (laughs) You throw me over your shoulder, we're both going down. It's like a sack of spuds. It would have sucked. It would have capped off the night very, very conveniently. You know what did cap off the night very conveniently is that we finished that and then we we come outside and then everyone was like, where to now? Casino, casino. And I just look at Brendan and I just mouth, KFC. (laughs) And he just, he went from like looking like he was about to die to, oh my God, put chicken inside me. <laughs> and then the whole crew went down to KFC at George Street, which is kind of like uh, in those post-apocalyptic movies where all the food runs out and they have like a centralized oh, thing yeah. where they're handing food out and 
Everyone's it was clamoring. just like a line of drunkards. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all just waiting. You meet all... And you know what? I've the, been there at that time. It's not pretty. The thing I love about Sydney is that particular KFC because when it's about seven at night, you've got people that are dressed to the nines and they're looking fantastic and they're intact. You've got people who are out for a dirty night out at the pub. You've got people who are going to karaoke, birthday parties, dress up parties. Everybody's going to their different thing. But come 4 a.m., everybody's in that KFC. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who you <clears throat> are. We are all... Snouts in the trough, pardon the pun, just <laughs> I love that, lining actually. up at, you know, the feeding trough to get our chicken. Mm. And you'll be like next to some guy in a $6,000 Armani suit and some other guy in a Pokemon onesie. And it's like, yes, this is Sydney. This is why we need mm. to stay open. Yeah. So I, I, was I, getting, I was getting strangely political at the back It was end. a fantastic yeah, awesome. night. I, yeah. I'm a passionate guy, but it was a fantastic I, night. I love, yeah, clearly. You, you hit it perfectly. It's like you go in there, it's a kaleidoscope of people. I remember, and, and you... If all alliances are it's amazing it's like you guys <clears throat> never have ever been to KFC before like, oh we have no, the proclamations just... in this room <laughs> at the moment it is just the melting pot of Sydney no, KFC at 4am that Colonel particular Sanders. KFC <laughs> because it's the only thing open at that time so it's just like it is not you've got, a, you've got so many things open at 4am there's kebab stores all up and down George Street no yes it's illegal to have a kebab store open. Oh, fuck off. It is too, isn't it? Which is the oh, biggest cop-out in the world. Touche, Reese. Touche. It's all right, mate. I, just, I know where yeah, to get food I, I shouldn't challenge you on food things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> at all times. I should know better. Oh, man. Guys, what have we been doing this week? Oh, Well, apart from having quite a few Frosties on Saturday night... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this off, naturally, because I just rudely interrupted you both. But he also assumed <clears> the role of host. That is true. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I'm one of three hosts. It's a claw for the top, mate. Just you better look out. We're we're like three prongs of the trident. We are three prongs of the trident. Yeah. Anyway, some other kind of triangle metaphor. No, no, we'll go with trident. That's a good. You know, what else are you going to use? So, I don't know. (laughs) Triangle. (laughs) We are three points of of the the spear. No, because you need three. Shut up, Brendan. Sorry, that was rough. Tip of the spear. I'll give you the tip of the spoon. Oh, there it is. Let's go. Anyway, I need my boing sound effect. <laughs> anyway, 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 you sickos. I finished the fifth chapter of uh, Batman the Telltale series. Yep, uh, yep, yep. It failed to meet my expectations. Oh, no, because you were having a good time with I that I was game. having a great time. Um, I built up nicely. Chapter three is the highlight, in my opinion, of the, the entire five-chapter game itself do you get to press x and a and a little bit of y and Whoa. sometimes b there's an occasional Whoa. flick of the joystick sorry and a press of the right trigger to uh throw batarangs and what have you you're throwing, you're throwing shade scared. on it because it's a telltale game no 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 no, no like, i'm i'm throwing shade on it because yeah. uh, but uh, to be fair I, I i know it has its place it's yeah fine. like the it story the story as a whole <laughs> you were fine reese you were totally <laughs> fine ripping on it it just felt like <laughs> At the end of the day, majority of the, you know, Telltale games, they weigh on your decision shapes the story. And, sure. You know, it's a personal experience. And yeah, there was things that happened that shaped it to a degree, but it felt like the end game was going to happen irrespective of what I did. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, I could be wrong. Like, I'm going to maybe play through it again and make different choices, but I'll finish the game and, and it, they leave a little bit open-ended, obviously, to transition into further seasons to bring in new, new arch villains and things like that. Fair enough. But it just like I was like, mm, you had me tight, like hook, line, and sinker. I was in on chapter three. Can we talk about the individual chapters without spoiling things? We like, can. can you can you sort of highlight why three and not five? 
chapter three was just this penultimate build-up. Um, I'll sort of loose spoiler. Two faces born in chapter three, right? And there was a massive amount of weight on your decisions in that leading up to the big Harvey Dent becoming Two Face and sure. all that, and that was cool. But there was nothing really that carried that weight for the rest of it, like. Oh. And and sort of the the transitions they're they're a little bit like there's not it's not smooth in the animation it's something I guess it's been a bit of a regular thing in Telltale like they're they've got their cell shade design down to a fine art and they don't really probably try and improve the engine so much so some of the transitions in the character movement and the the functionality isn't as fluid as a lot of these other big games that are out there mm. you know fifty bucks for probably ten hours worth of gameplay thereabouts isn't too bad there is replayability there but I think with a lot of these Telltale games that I've played you play it you finish your story and that is your story like it's conveniently wrapped up from there you, you don't want to go back mm. so it's hard but you know in my story I, I ended up like you know falling in love with Selena Kyle Catwoman and I put it all out there like you, you meet her on like this scenic um, like coastal road you, and she's making, speeding out of there are you making decisions to specifically woo Selena Kyle Brendan oh, the, is there tuning controls is it to a degree we 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 became intimate we we kissed and we we ended up having some sex how romantic do you get to see the oh sex? look at you getting laid and stuff getting in laid telltale do, do you see much <laughs> not really no you, you see you see cave. some back and some bra and underpants that's enough for me it's <laughs> probably days. enough for a lot of people but um and then at the end you know she's trying to roll out of town because things are getting hairy as catwoman does she's always first to flee yeah and you meet up with her and then I'm like, you know, you have this nice conversation and you're trying to calm her down and talk her off the ledge and you know, stay in Gotham, we're a good team. And and then I, I stupidly selected like, did I love you in it? And she's, Oh, you never say mate. that that soon, man. You, you went way too mate. soon. We, we fought, Rookie move. No, nah, we, fought, we fought bad guys together. We, we survived two fate. All this stuff. We, we, it was a roller coaster of a, of a courtship. Nice. But I, I said think. that and the second I said that, she's just like, oh thought you were better than everyone else in this town you know it was nothing see you later and just hopped on a motorbike and rode off and i was just like fucking bitch she broke your balls she crushed your heart yeah but just the way you meet her as well like it's <laughs> this big like this this final meeting scene on this like cliff face and all that what nonsense she has like this this device she stole from wayne tech that can like unlock every key that has like Wayne Tech hardware in it, so it's like a like a skeleton key, master master key, whatever. So she she just steals it for the sake of it, and then you meet her and you're like, hey, that's that's a really bad bit of gear. It could like cause a lot of trouble. And then she's just like, yeah, okay, have it back. And then you have that discussion. Then she's like, yeah, see you later. Uh, so it's just it gets a bit sloppy. Yeah, it was really well written up until chapter three, and then it just starts to loosen up and get a bit sloppy. In four and, and five. Yeah. Yeah. So so that sucked. Well, I'm sorry you had your heart ripped out by Selena Kyle. Yeah, and I, I had a little bit of another heart sorry, kick. Sorry, Ali, Brendan's girlfriend, Ali as well. That's it. Uh, That's it. You know, it was all for the good of the game. All for the good of the game. Sure. But um, <laughs> Final Fantasy 15, I finished that. Oh, uh, yeah, you finished it. Yeah. All right, you we won't spend too long. You were expressing uh, most amount of hatred. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh really? Oh, you, could, yeah. you, you haven't spoken to me about this. At the, yeah. uh, at the Christmas party, he was quite uh, vocal about that. Tell me, tell me about the Ifrit fight. I that, thought that, that was, was good. Amazing. That How was, amazing that was, was that? the best fight in the game that I yeah. experienced. You know why that's so fucking amazing? Is because when you see that guy at the start, you think he is what Arden becomes. Yeah. 
and then like Ifrit looks very different in all the other yeah. anyway sorry Ifrit's that's got a bit a little, of a spoiler alert he's got a bit of a um, um sorry bit of an Illidan look to him yeah he's got that vibe yeah um, bit of a badass knows his parkour apparently he yeah he's he's very mobile for <laughs> such a big giant demon dodging with tons a flame of spears, yeah but um <laughs> the camera angles in that battle depending on where i was on that map when yeah. you're running around under the bridge and on the roads and stuff my god i was like literally fighting blind for half of it because the angle had just moved and then i couldn't see and then the bridge is above me but then i'm getting hit with fire from him on the top of the bridge and i'm underneath and i'm sitting there going what the fuck i didn't find that to be too many issues with cameras in that fight but go and fight the adamantoys now man yeah <laughs> that's the that's the worst is that the one is that the one that backs on from when you you, you start the game again to a degree oh you yeah, go yeah, back yeah. before and you, you see the and huge s- and cindy's like oh there's this big vibration yes, going on that's that thing but i just she loves that big vibration yeah she does who wouldn't old cindy anyway this is getting in deadly territory here yeah you chauvinistic <laughs> bastards yeah but <laughs> it's totally your fault and not jrpgs the, the bridging the bridging of the the crystal situation i i don't want to dive spoiler but, you know, Noctis trying to get the crystal to ascend to become, you know, the king of kings and all this nonsense. Totally spoiled it. <laughs> and you hear it right from the start, you know, the crystal I, I is I no longer have yeah, to play yeah, it because yeah, yeah. you just spoiled everything. Yeah, yeah there's so. no need to... But just how that everything. was handled, it was super messy. Yeah, well, they... I mean, and that's... We were talking about this yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, about, you know, the content they're going to be adding in to fill in some of those holes, mm. which is just... It, it does let you down a fair I, bit. I did watch Kingsglaive during the week oh. just to, to try and actually make sense of what the hell half this game was about are you even further away from it now? a little bit and yeah. I'm just so <laughs> upset that like Nyx gets no mention he's absolute but doomsayer he's sort of, lord but he's sort of a no name to like Noctis like they have no idea who he yeah, is yeah but his dad knows him like his pretty damn dead. well his dad's dead yeah but you think his dad like Noctis growing up would obviously see Nyx rolling around I don't think he knows him either I don't and, think he knows then, him all that well. And then old mate that looks like Michael Madsen, who rolls off with um, with Luna, who gets no mention as well. Yes, yes. The guy Michael that, Madsen. Yeah, yeah, I t- yeah. Yeah, he's just he's gone. All right. And and just really really messy. I've, I've played a lot of sloppy games this Good week. Good thing that shotgun was full of rock salt. Just like that. It was like that, and he had this weird hair. Yeah, it was bad voice acting in yeah, that. He like had a- like this infinite braid that looped around his head and then joined again. Oh no! So I look. I will only say that I, I played a dungeon in there, an endgame content dungeon that took me like four hours. There was no save points, and that was the most unfair thing I've ever done in any video game. That's the most unfair a video game's ever been to me. Is that fucking dungeon? It was just a punish. It was punish, and you couldn't wipe there. Like you, there's no encounters. It was just you lose all your progress if you leave. So ah. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking painful. Did you get any sweet loot at the end of it? Or? Totally not worth it. Yeah? I got everything in there. Totally not worth it. Mm. But anyway, all right. That's it for Final Fantasy 15. That's it we, for Final Fantasy. We've covered that too. I watched Rogue One. I haven't seen this. So, so, so good. Oh, really? I don't, like, I'd better be have a two-way conversation with it, but anyone that's even a little bit of a sci-fi it? fan, go watch it. It is so good. It's a lot darker. The tonally, it's a lot darker than anything else in the Star Wars franchise. Perfectly cast, well written. The first third starts a bit meh, but the final two thirds are some of the best things from the Star Wars universe you'll ever see. First act, yeah, first Second act. But no, I loved it. There were so many little subtle nods and Easter eggs to all the oh. other things within the franchise, but nothing too on the nose. Um, yeah, but okay. 
But Sam hates everything, so you're <laughs> never going to get it past him. Just talked about how much I love. What do I talk about? Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, but that's no, a game. Not, but no, nah, there's movies, there's though. some cool oh, things like I could be pretty savage. You see in the trailer, Vader's in it. I'm not going to say what he's doing, how long for, but the scene or scenes that he's in. <laughs> Brilliant. Obviously, one scene. <laughs> scene or scenes? Like, I haven't seen it. I'm just swerving. But obviously, one scene. Yeah. Or he was but brilliant in all of his scenes. It is so good, and I want to talk about this in a lot more detail with somebody. You guys watch it. You haven't seen listeners it. Listeners out there, talk to me about. I it. didn't like the last one. I don't. Force Awakens. Yeah, I I, I don't make any reservations about well, that. It was literally just a re a new hope 2.0. That's how I felt. But and this is felt short changed. Great fun. Great fun. Sick. Yeah. The new the, the robot. I've heard, I've heard that I've heard that it makes um, a new hope and Force Awakens mm. seem better. Yeah, K two S O the new robot in it is better than any robot that's been in this universe before. He's one of the coolest characters they've actually probably put in this Star Wars universe. Is he one of those like droids that has no emotions? No, he's actually got a mostly like he's got a bit of personality. Yeah, he's a he's um. An ex-Empire droid and they sort of re- rewire him. But he's just a dude and his delivery in this of, of his discussion and thought processes and observations is on point. Go watch it. I want to go watch it again this week. So if he's around... Rain check. Or any, oh. Oh, that's a bit creepy. Are you, are you, are you talking to me or the fans? Anybody. Wow. Open invite, closed invite. Movie date with Brendan. Hit Somewhere in Sydney Twitter. this week. Brendan A. bit. That's the one. Cool. Anyway, my... Excitable rant is over. Tell me, what have you been doing? I feel like you've had a more uh, amazing weekend than I have. Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, like I've done, I've done, I've done a few things because I've been away for the last two podcasts, you know. So ah, yeah, but um, oh, I started playing Overwatch again um, because the new Christmas uh, seasonal package came out. That's right. That's with May. Everyone plays May. S- yeah, that's that it? that's the brawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up into the, six it's a snowball six, fight, right? Yeah, six v six brawl. Uh, one shot. You have one ammo. Yep. You have one shot, and it's one shot kill. One snowball. Yep. So um, it's very hard. It definitely reminded me of the golden gun to the stuff Ooh, from uh, Golden Eye because that was one shot, one kill, and you'd sort of make your own game. You'd say, "Look, let's play golden guns and you know one shot, one kill only." Yeah. So yeah, very similar to that. Um, I didn't really find that. Um, enjoyable I, I was yeah more annoyed have you picked up any of the the cool new christmas themed skins yeah i have actually um i got a couple of loot boxes straight up and got a cool mercy skin and a um bastion skin so i was pretty happy about that it's, it's very easy to get loot boxes at the mm. moment i seem to play a few <coughs> games and have about six ready to go but um the one that i actually really liked the most and was getting most mileage out of was the uh the arcade style mm which is just a standard 6v6 respawn, what have you, but you don't get to choose character. It chooses for you. Yeah, they've taken you. that out now. And uh, it just sort of changes your character every round. Oh. And it forced me to have a new appreciation for the game because mm. I would only sort of stick with Diva or um, my usual Torb? haunts. No, no, <laughs> uh, no, not really Torb. He's, he's ascended beyond the Torb D- D- Diva and uh, Junkrat, really, were pretty much my two main. I saw, saw you rolling a bit of Soldier today, though. Yeah, no, I, uh, but that, well, that's the thing because I just sort of subbed me in as soldier and it all kind of worked out. And um, yeah, I'm getting a lot more appreciations for characters like Zarya and um, Anna and um, even uh, Z- uh, Zombra. 
even Zombra. I love uh, Zombra. Zombra, yeah. She's yeah. she's quickly become my man, sort she's, of main. Um, difficult, man. She's. Yeah. Oh, I find like, there's too much going on. A whole lot of fight or flight dynamic with yeah, her. Get yeah. in, do some damage, then get out super quick. Otherwise, you are done. Yeah. So I did mm. enjoy that, um, and the Christmas stuff actually made me feel heaps nostalgic. Mm. Like I was, you know, going through Kings Row, and there's like. Christmas stuff everyone like oh it's only five days till Christmas <laughs> um, they, the so, life cycle that they're gonna, they could stretch this game out for is look years. I was talking oh. to someone <clears throat> last night about community and uh, community no great show Overwatch is what I, and what I was about to say was um, is the thing that makes a good game I think now if it's going to be online only is the community mm. and that's why I don't think games like Battlefront and um, Battlefield sort of tend to have the same longevity because um, the the company behind it doesn't seem to offer players that new dynamic every couple of months. Ooh. And, um, oh, sorry, Sam, did you have something to add? Or I think, yeah, I just think it's easier for someone like Blizzard to do it when they get paid transactions coming through by the fucking bucket loads. Well, uh, it didn't start that way. Yeah, it did. Mm, yeah, with loot no. crates. No, it's oh, absolutely. Yeah, but but even so, um, you can put microtransactions in any game, uh, especially with like, yeah, something like Titanfall or whatever, and it just doesn't have, they don't have the same amount of um, attention. And yeah, obviously it's because Blizzard is the bigger company. Yeah, and I but, agree um, with you. I think like absolutely, like the community is huge. Like it has to, it's a huge part of you know a game's life cycle it just uh it, it definitely w is what makes the um the the game more popular so look had had a good go at that um got to see Harmon town this weekend yes uh, with so uh, which ties uh, so, right, to the community reference. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <but laughs> which i didn't mean it that way super <laughs> jealous between brendan and i of this <laughs> shit i yeah. know i know you had a mixed feeling about it but yeah, brendan yeah. and i still super jealous yeah i've been listening to Harmon town since 2012 and it was a big deal for me to go and see it and um, if you haven't listened to it, please go and have a listen. You don't have to go from the start. You can pick up anywhere. It's the creator of um, Community and Rick and Morty and one of the guys from uh, Whose Lines Anyway, and they just get on stage, they drink vodka, and they talk shit. And um, it g goes so crazy. They do weird improvs. They do terrible white person raps, and they do... Uh, they play a bit of D&D &D in the earlier episodes. So it's a lot mm. of fun and I love it. So I saw it on the weekend. Um, it was incredible. And I met some lovely people. And I was actually wearing my THG jacket. And somebody said, hey, I like that podcast. And I said, hey, hey. I'm on it. So shout out to Elliot. Shout um, out, Elliot. Yeah. Shout <coughs> out, Elliot. He's actually this guy's housemate. That Elliot's his housemate. But um, yeah, he's the guy that listens. So shout out, Elliot. And hope you're well, mate. Anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, so went and saw Harmontown. It was incredible. Uh, it's part of Binge Fest, uh, which was an interesting thing to have happen. But um, I like it when they experiment <coughs> with cultural stuff like that. Yeah, so Binge Fest, I could be wrong in my description of this, but it's like an internet festival, you could almost say. Like yeah. Like an internet or, hype festival. Almost or, like a meme <coughs> festival. A meme festival. <laughs> if you want to call it Or that. as some fools out there call, a meme -y. A meme <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, how you say it no? yeah they had meme awards <laughs> we're not starting this again <laughs> they were doing like a dissection the origin of dat boy meme like it was very odd but See, um, I don't even know hang on I gotta google what dat here, boy is here comes dat boy it's a frog on a unicycle 
Makes, oh yeah, I know yeah, that one now. It doesn't really make any sense. God, I tell you what, I'm getting sick of though. Those the Kermit, the Kermit when it's like me, and then it's darker me or yeah. inside me or whatever it is. But if you think about it, um, you know, there's a, a new, there's a fresh new meme that comes along every two or three months. That is the current freshness. That Kermit, yeah, darker me one. Yeah, yeah, mm. and uh, I absolutely have to put this out there. Please, please, for the love of God, stop tagging people in those memes with the ugly women that say, can you please tag Davo? He left his undies at my house. Like, seriously, that is the downfall of our culture. (laughs) That and hospital selfies are what is driving our humanity downward (laughs) toward hell. So we're, we're we're trudging into some very interesting territory here, but mate, I'll, I'll this side. Is, yeah, this is my hospital self. This is done. come on a third my uh, podcast. You, you had your chance to talk, but let Bruce talk. You had your ten minutes. What else? What else did I do? <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, yeah, oh, there's a cool anime on Netflix called Ajin. Um, oh yeah. Quite, yeah. is quite season two is coming out soon. Yeah, I I just picked it up, started watching it. It's pretty fun anime. If you're bored over the what holidays, it? um, it's kind of about a, uh, a I guess a a secret group of people who have a disease where they can't die, and they don't really know it until they are thrown into a situation where they should die, hmm. and not a lot is known about them. They're called Ajin. They may or may not have superpowers and. You know, it's I, a. I like where this is going. It's great. It's, it's good. a bit it's of good a thriller. Show, it's um, it's quite mature in its nature, and it's not um, it's not kitty or anything like that. Mm. So mm. if you're bored over the holidays and need to binge something, I definitely recommend that one. I'm gonna add that to my little list right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, if I can throw back to another one I said, erased. If you've all forgotten about that one, that is definitely the season, the thing to watch. Okay. Um, so erased. I did all that. Um, I've been playing a bit of Hearthstone. I tried to play a Druid deck and I failed horribly. <coughs> I spent my first $15 oh, on cards. Oh, he's bought some cards. Yeah. You actually, no, you put money in earlier in the year, didn't you? You got that uh, that, that legendary thing. No, that was a um, that was a, just a pack that I won. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because winner. Because the, from the, from, you know, they get the 10 gold and all of a sudden I've got a pack. But um, I bought my first seven packs and they were just absolutely fucking terrible like not because <laughs> I, I play nothing but mage and i got one mage card and i already have it yeah but you so, got you got like i'm sure you, i haven't seen them i'm sure you've got some good things in there shout out to uh to uh benny mcjanet um <laughs> the, the they man give you another free the card? man with the Pack? like yeah, infinite yeah. amount of yeah he, gave, he, s- he sent me a free um card pack and i got this like 10 10 10 golem thing Ben, why did you stop sending them to me? Which was so good because <laughs> I've been using that plus the Cthun and it's been ruining people. Because the thing with the Cthun is you've got to buff it from eight upwards. But this 10-10 golem thing I've got, it just comes out and just instantly wrecks. Mate, ch- chuck a uh, chuck a mirror image out there. 202 taunts plus this golem thing. Listen to this guy. You've got a 20 hit damage thing straight away. If they don't have the minions on the table, mate. Your baby has golem. grown up. I'm Sam's pr- baby I'm, boy. You proud, Dad? I'm, I'm sort of proud, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Getting there. He's so, ready to step out of the tavern. I'm yeah, uh, he's a big boy now. Oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm trying to force myself into other um, classes in Hearthstone because I really, I'm going to keep playing it and mm. just go absolutely mental on it. I don't think I'm going to buy any more cards, though. I think sure. that's a bad idea. Okay. Um, but uh, if anybody would like to play Hearthstone with me, please hit me up on Twitter. Mm. Um, Bit is my account name. Um, 
apart from that, I have a game that I have been playing every now and then, which is hilarious. And it's going to come up in one of our segments and I can't wait to talk okay. about it. It was recommended to me by our resident dungeon master, uh, Dan Papalo. What's up, Shout Danny out Paps. to Dan. Um, what do you call him? White horse or something? No, Spirit, horse. Spirit, horse. Spirit horse. Spirit horse. So, yeah, look, yeah. no spoilers for THG season two, but you may have some ongoing Kerbo Quest material. Oh. Speaking of which, um, Kerbo Quest. It's coming. Yes. Um, I'm just in the middle of editing, editing at the moment, so going to be doing a bit of promotion, but I'm looking for the release of the first episode on January 6th. Um, which okay. is the Friday, the first Friday, or maybe January fourth, if I can get so it. So Wednesday out. or Friday, Wednesday or Friday, yeah, around there, if I can get, pump it out. So a bit of promo, whack, whack, whack. yeah, that should be all ready by then. But um, yeah. So you're all laughing at me, like I've no, been I just, I'm, I just, I'm laughing awesome. It's funny. Why? Why are you laughing? Because I just, I don't know. You're like oh, the six, maybe the fourth. <laughs> oh yeah, mate. Just fly by the seat of my you're pants. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't stick too tight to, to like, dates. You know, you're like committed to a date, and you realize you're committed, so you out, you outed right away. You're like, maybe the fourth could be the ninth. Mate, you're always gonna have a backup plan. <laughs> Brendan will you. back me up on that. That's it. Right, I'm done. Sam, Sam I'll be one quick. shot. I'll be quick. It's the it's Samoy. It is the season, and there's so many things happening, and it's been very hard to to find time to just lock down and play a game. And also, Final Fantasy 15 was a very solid stint. So, mm. I've just been playing things here and there: Tekken Tag Two, Hearthstone, Pokemon Moon, GTA Five. I've been playing so much GTA Five. Did we talk lately. about Pokemon Moon? I don't think we did. We did. Mm. Uh, we did last briefly. last weekend, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I left my charger. I work. hear a lot of good things. Like anybody that I know that's in the in the Pokemon world at the moment via Sun or Moon, just good vibes. I'm really cool, struggling. I'm really struggling with it, and it's not its fault. I think it's more my fault. Um, I'm just kind of. I don't want to be the very best at the moment. Like you no be one ever sort was. Of like just all right. Like I want to be the king of Iron Fist, and I want to be like the CEO in GTA Five. I just don't want to be the Pokemon trainer right now. I want to be. Sort of all right. Yeah. Like no one ever was. Like most kinda. people are always. <laughs> <laughs> We're onto something here. Um, so yeah, look, that's that's really been me for the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, outside of that, just uh, Christmas parties and, and celebrating fantastic time of the year with some fantastic people. And lying about... I didn't lie. Last wait. week, you're like, growing my hair out. No, I had, bad, long. I had a bad... I see you on Saturday and you've just <laughs> clip, clipped it the whole way yeah. off. Looks like Kundun. <laughs> Who's that? Remember that movie, Kundun? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for me. <laughs> it's fucking Kundun. It's, uh, it's about the, you know, the, Buddha, the Buddha prince. Someone out there has seen it. <laughs> Buddha prince. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a thing. I'm looking at it now. Siddhartha. It's that guy. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, mate. It's like the serious version of the golden child. From, <laughs> from <laughs> fully. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> so I look like Kundun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I had a bad haircut. I, was, I wasn't meant to shave it all off. I just had a bad What happened haircut. at the haircut? What, where'd you go? Shame. Uh, I went, no, I went shaming. Um, it was just it wasn't a, down it wasn't my regular Alley it wasn't my regular barber $12 oh. $9 no $8 no free haven't done that since I was 15 or mm. 21 but was it a fancy place or a fancy it place? was like <laughs> it was like a it was a place that looked like it was trying to be fancy Jeez. um okay. 
cost me 20 bucks it was the one that has the Adam Levine photo as one of the hair cut (laughs) options and they've still got like a a 30 year old David Beckham photo in the corner there with the mohawk I have a scarring experience about that because when I was a kid you know my mum used to send me to the end of the street and they had like one of those places where you could go and get your hair cut down there right like the neighbours I like just at the shops where the shops were it was, you know, a hairdresser. And it was mm. called like, you know, silver comb hairdressing and whatever. Mm. And they had pictures on the wall. Yep. And I was nine years old and I walk in and the guy's like, what will it be? And I pointed to the picture and I'm like, mate, give me one of them. And he laughed at me. It was the sure. He laughed at me. He was like, <laughs> I want the shirt. He goes, oh, I think, I think Give we me just... the Rod Stewart. <laughs> I pointed at it and, and he's like, oh, I think we just do the normal. I'm like, no, I want that. And he's like, no, no, no. And then just went. And I'm like, come out looking like fucking Bobby from King of the Hill. That's what I like about my barber. I go in there, I give him a very specific set of instructions. Mm. I say, look, no fade, undercut, no only fade. just, only just a tidy bit of the top. God. And without fail, gives me a fade, chops half the length of the top. <clears throat> Always remarks about how many gray hairs I have. He's like, oh, you've got a lot of gray hairs. It's like, Thanks, yeah, because you fucking stress me out, Vince. Because... Mm. Because every time I come here, it's yeah. a bloody gamble. Off it's the reservation a, of haircuts. Just a sign of hard work, eh, Vince? You should rename <laughs> this place The Star. All right, so Sammy had a haircut, played some games. Outside of that, not too much. I'm looking for the next game to be fill the void um, that Final Fantasy sort of left. I'm, I, I forgot to mention it. Big release. I'm dabbling in a little bit of Watch Dogs 2 right now. I'm only really early, like hour. Yeah. But I'm enjoying this world that they've made. It is crazy fun. I've heard it's amazing. That and Dishonored 2 are my up and over Christmas we've distractions. Got, we've got some stats. We do have some stats. we talk about after the news. Hard stats. pressing, Hard cutting edge stats. stats. You can't beat stats. You cannot. So let's get some news headlines out of the way first before we start up the uh, Hunger Games of the Year awards. Hunger Games? I don't know. Working title. Dude, no. bad enough. Like when <laughs> you try and Google the Hungry Gamers, you've got to shit through like 10 Hunger Games I volunteer for tribute it's uh, it's called the Hungry Awards and they're shortened to the Hungries so oh would have been good if you told us this beforehand mate I'm head of marketing yeah so I'm just making that announcement now but hey that that, that Twitter's pretty active I think think throughout the years what a couple of us is head of marketing and legal from memory oh yeah and legal yeah legal yeah Yeah. didn't we say Ben was head of legal no, Ben. Ben, Fuck, ben we're all doomed. Ben's head of legal. Boy. So, anyway. All right, headlines. This week's news headlines. Thanks, Chuck. <clears throat> Thanks, Chuck. We love you. First one. Super Mario Run. Have you guys had a chance to dive oh into... Oh, my Jesus Christ. This bloody game. Okay. Here comes the rant. You understand? Ooh. I downloaded this game and i because i was i almost pre-ordered it i was so excited for it because i'm like finally the nintendo was making the jump across onto the the smartphone i was so happy i was like great this is going to be like forget buying an android phone and getting an emulator and putting super mario brothers on your phone playing because that never really works out here you go here is the actual game and i thought what a joyous day uh i get to play mario today Anyway, downloaded it. Oh, this is great. You know, just a uh, few question boxes, few, you know, running jumps and few goombas here and there, a few, few little turtles, you know, you know, flying their way through the level. And then it's like, oh, you have to pay $10. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> what? That's after you do the first three levels. See, they, they suck you in. 
three so fucking levels. You play the first three levels and then you get Fuck to sample game. the castle for 20 seconds. They, they After that 20 seconds, they go, Hey, Mario, you motherfucker. I just want to punch Pony someone. up 15 baht. Otherwise, back to the first three levels for you. They and say that it's an anti-piracy measure is this purchase, what this is. Okay. Um, I'll give you another anti-piracy measure. Put the whole fucking game out! Not an anti-piracy measure. <laughs> Fully is. And just make it secure. That's such bullshit, that's right? Such a that's, cop a, out. that's like something the government <laughs> that's such would a say. Cop out. That sounds they've been talking to the Liberal government on how to market their games. It's like the first thing they've ever done on a mobile. Yeah, thing. and they fucked it up. They absolutely fucked it up. I don't think so. And the it's news a fucking re it's a rebadged Flappy Bird, by the way. It's that not. was an absolute fire tweet that I put out. Absolutely not. There's <laughs> one move you can fucking just jump. That's pretty much jump? it. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know where to start. I did not expect this at all. Yeah. Shit, this fucking game. And I love that you had this, like, you had the pistol cocked, ready to fire yeah, these you're shots. Really and you just went, and I. Wooshka. No, I fully forgot about it. And then you brought it up. And uh, I'm like, yes, so, yes, this fucking bullshit. Brendan, do you want to read the news headline? Or so, 30 bucks for a fucking Mario game. So, Kiss Super off. Mario 1 on day one of release has been downloaded 5 million times. But. Funnily enough, the majority of the reviews left for the game are like two stars or less. Yeah. That's out of the five star. Not Sam's system. review though. I haven't played it. I gives it five stars. Uh, no, I thought it was shit. Five out of five, but I think it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just nah. to skew the numbers. No, because yeah. I mean, we we saw the gameplay footage on Fallon, and like, mm. like it's pretty obvious. The game looks very simple, and it is just jumping. It's mm. not quite Flappy Bird. <clears throat> I think it's a little bit harder, like a lot more to it than maybe just Flappy Bird, but it's not. It's not a real Mario game, and I wasn't interested enough to grab it. It's, not it's, a real it's game. Mario Light, Light, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully. Like they, they. It's Diet Mario. I think when it's, you, it's not worth ten dollars. RC Cola Mario. It's definitely not worth ten dollars. Yeah, but like RC I think Cola. I can't remember if it was in the game. I haven't played it since on the weekend. If it's in the game, or I just seen it around on television where they're like the Mario game you can play with one hand because yeah, it's literally just you, as you Sam jump, said, yeah. depending on the the length of the press, Mario yeah. will jump higher. And or, the mazes themselves, bigger. the mazes themselves are like they're you know, forty they, second levels. How was that heart. something to brag about? One it's, hand, mm. or like it's 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 ease of use. It's like immer mm. it's immersing immersing it's immersing people into a very easy, simple mobile game that just happens to cost way too much. I money. can do plenty of things with one hand. I don't need to tell the world about it. Anyway, <laughs> ten out of ten. Your levels last forty seconds too, don't they? <laughs> Mate, they're ten bucks a go. <laughs> Anyway, all right. You get a thirty-second sample. It's Mario Light Light. It's overpriced. Like there is, I think there's eight worlds with a slew of le levels in every single one. But still, yeah, ten barts or fifteen barts. You keep saying barts. It's just I don't know why the the Thai the Thai currency is the universal currency I use sometimes in in money based discussion. Yeah, I know. Is, is it? Oh, I do. I don't know why. Even, is it even like? Used to it. Is it? Is it an equitable, <laughs> like one to whatever nah, ratio? Like, oh God, no! It's like third. Um, it's three like three million barts. Thirty five barts to one Australian dollar. It's something like that. Okay, so it's ten dollars, AUD. Is yeah. it? Fifteen. What? what are you how much is about? how much is Super Mario AUD? I, I think it's ten or fifteen. Per the level For the game for the right. To buy the game No it's free To get it And then you've got to Pay the money After you do the levels Yeah you do three levels And then you get 20 seconds of the castle And then they're like Hey keep playing This is Hungry Gamers Up late We haven't said that yet No This is up late Just in this case This isn't up late It's like 6.30 six The sun's it's, still it's out It's 
Shit. The sun is very deceiving right now. It's yeah. like trying to get in my eyes and shit. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> get out of here, son. He's a anyway, star. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Something that's pretty cool. It's not really news or it's not going to be a, a long-weighted discussion here, but as we know, RTX is going to be here in Sydney um, on the 4th and 5th of February. And that is the Rooster Teeth Expo. whole slew of hosts and... Uh, pretty big figureheads are going to be there but something that they've been announcing and hyping up for the past couple of days is the nintendo switch will be playable at rtx sydney very cool bro yeah so so that'll be a a month on or thereabouts on after the nintendo event which is january the 12th Mm -hmm. and then it's going to be what five weeks after that is when the switch should be released to in market. March, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all pretty in agreement that it looks pretty cool. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. We will be at RTX Sydney, so we will play it. We will provide some input, hopefully get some footage, if nah. they aren't too uh, militant on that. They won't let us fo- do footage. There will be. We'll get NDAs some of these. up the wires. We'll get some of those <laughs> Google spy glasses. This will be EB Games <clears throat> Expo all over again. <laughs> Dude, I've got... All right, can I just talk about this for a sec? We never really used the footage from the EB Games Expo. No. But Macha and I got footage of For Honor, right? And the guy walks over and it was lovely. Like this guy was an attendant at, at the kiosk there. He was lovely. He was just like, guys, you guys can, you know, shoot the people. But you just can't shoot the gameplay footage. And for some reason, Macha was just being a dick. And he just stood there and he's holding the camera, like viewing the gameplay footage, like recording it. And literally over, he's just saying, what's he going to do? He can't do anything. He's not doing anything. Fuck that guy. I would. I will release this footage. That'll be on a B reel one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a game that I'm excited about. Me too. Well, there's a open beta starting. I think next weekend or something like that. They're going to charge me ten dollars for levels. They might do. No, they won't. No, they really won't. No. Excited though. You know what else is uh, worth getting excited about? Hold on, just scratch (laughs) back on that for a sec. Open beta next weekend. I think so. I'll vet this but after I mention this Christmas next bit weekend. of news. We might Maybe. tweet that out. I could be way off. It's, it's coming up that'd somewhere. Be, that'd be something that I think our listeners gonna, would gonna, be keen on. I'm going to get this now. All right, Sam, you vet that. Um, it is The Hungry Gamers Night, so it is a little bit faster and looser. Uh, I said that. As you've already heard. I know. That's what I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> we both fucking it. I'm emphasizing the fastness and the looseness, all right? Getting very meta. <laughs> it is anyway... CD Projekt Red, developer behind the Witcher series, has been given $7 million by the Polish government, which is the largest share of a research grant dedicated to driving game development within the nation. Now, Brendan, are you using the correct currency there? That's US. That's 7, 7 million USD. US million not BARTs, not um, 8 Bitcoins or whatever we we're using now as our own internal currency when we talked about them a few times. Oh, which I think is pretty clever. Classic hits. Anyway, seven million bucks, um, and and sort of part of their proposal that has been approved. So City Project Red have put together four separate areas where they want to invest this money in to make their next game, you know, bigger than The Witcher. So mm. from what we're talking and what we're hearing, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven yes is the game in question, Such which looks game. awesome. Been look, I've been ta- looking at this game for like <clears> the past two years. Mm. All the articles, all the videos, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, so so the main four categories that won them this 7 million USD, the first one was city creation. And I won't read everything word for word, but it's 
uh, ties into comprehensive technology for the creation of live, playable in real-time cities of great scale. Mm. So, you know, they want to try and make the biggest worlds or the, the most livable worlds. Seamless multiplayer is the next star one. So comprehensive technology enables the creation of unique gameplay for many players. Maybe a bit of a uh, MMO-based scenario going on here now. Cinematic feel. Obviously, this is just going to tie into comprehensive technology for providing a unique film quality RPG within the open world. So pretty looking game, more immersion. immersion. I'm talking great today. Animation excellence is the last one. So comprehensive technology enabling a significant increase in quality and production of complex face and body animations. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't particularly enjoy the game, but I definitely think it's well-deserved. Witcher? Yeah, like, I, mm. you know, definitely well-deserved. And yeah. I'm so happy that that money's going to go towards Cyberpunk yeah. because um, I reckon that could be, pardon the pun, a game changer because that's basically going to be Deus Ex, but more Blade Runner-y, but RPG, you know, mm. kind of like uh, Knights of the Old Republic style. Yeah, I, I think that, it's got a huge amount of potential. Like it's lofty expectations for Project Red to follow up on because, yeah. you know, that Witcher trilogy, especially Witcher 3, universally acclaimed won its weight in awards from every industry figurehead out there. Yeah. Tons of Game of the Year awards and things like that. So they've got a pretty pretty high standard to try and appease their fans with. But mm-hmm. from what they've done, they haven't really let us down so far with with these first uh well the trilogy of witcher games the expansions that followed on yeah give give me an open world bloody blade runner sign me the hell up take my money now i'll yeah. be the early adopter i'll pony up you already let's, know let's that let's dusty is happen. all over it even oh, more yeah. than me he's <laughs> yeah he's uh he's so deep into it deep 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 because it used <clears throat> cyberpunk 2077 used to be a card game um, oh, really yeah in the 90s and that's what it's based on so um, it's, it's kind of like you know magic, but just done with in a sort of cyberpunk universe, and your minions were like robots and shit like that. And you know. I never knew that. That's that's actually cool now. So that's something. Yeah, I might do some digging and, and get my head around a little I bit more. I actually really of the wanted lore. to find the game to play it because mm. I think Dusty and I would love it, and we could do a bit of a let's play. But um, yeah, if anybody knows or has that game or wants to sell it to me, um, yeah, hit me up on the Twitter. Mm. At Reese 8 bit. That's it. So they are the news headlines for the week. Very it good. is leading up to Christmas, so there isn't a whole heap of things circulating within the industry that we you now want to dive into today. But we do want to dive into the hungries. The hungries. The hungries. The hungries. <clears throat> it's classy. Yeah, mate. We got a, uh, a real soundbite. Very first one. Well, uh, we do, um, but I'll set it up for you. This category is Indie Darling of the Year. Indie Darling of the Year. <laughs> Thanks for just mirroring <laughs> the grab. You are welcome. So it is... In, fuck. In, in our pill. Oh, my God. You pay money for this stuff. Yeah. Just in case... Just, Indie Darling of the Year. That's what it's called. So that is... Get some mileage. In our opinions and the, uh, and the listeners' opinions... What was the best indie game of 2016? So that we're just going to go January 1st until December 12th. So that's that's the window. We're not going to do sort of October to now, the, the full 12-month-plus schedule. We'll roll it out. We'll start um, with Ali, who couldn't be here today. She's uh, on her way to America, I do believe, at the moment. So mm. uh, safe flights there, Miss Ali Hart. 
She's gone in with three. The first one is inside. The second one is downfall. And the third one is speedrunners. She is a uh, dedicated indie gamer. She so is. So if anyone's opinion is going <clears> to <throat> matter the most, I think it would be hers. Yes, yes. So I too have gone with inside. Yep. It was close because I finally got around to playing Firewatch the other day. Great game. Fantastic story. Shocked the hell out of me. Really pretty game to watch and play and live through and all that kind of stuff. But inside for me just hit all the right notes. The everything from the soundtrack and the sound effects to the colour palette chosen, using everything pretty well in grayscale apart from the, the nameless character's red shirt. That four hour experience I did on, on a Saturday afternoon one day, headphones on, completely shut off to the world, mm-hmm. was brilliant. That the ending still I'm I'm still trying to decipher it all and everything like that, but I, I it have, hooked me from day one. I have almost no exposure to this game. Okay, I really need to pick it up. It's it's well worth well worth picking up. Like it's as I said, four hours or so you're going to finish it. Maybe even a little bit less. Uh-huh. Uh It's by by Play Dead who brought out Limbo as well. So tonally similar, graphically similar, playing on a lot of that grayscale, real dark based environment. But yeah, Inside is my indie darling of the year. Mm-hmm. Reese. Me. What is your indie darling? Turbo Kerbo underscore. The first one I'm going to make a shout out to is one that we saw at Avcon this year. Okay. By the name of Retrovision. Oi! Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's been officially released yet, but this is the it's year that in, I saw it. If it hasn't been released yet, then... It's close to ca- final ca- release. Carmine, yeah. Carmine Fantarelli, Adelaide developer. No, wrong one. Nope. Wrong one. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Sydney guy. Oh, I'm thinking the of Wollongong Ice- Gong guy. Yeah. You're thinking of Icebox. Yeah, Fuck that was going to be my other one. Icebox um, is also another one I want. Well, to let's bring up. let's start there. So, yeah, we'll, we'll look. Retrovision. <laughs> uh, we talked about it a bit on the Avcon uh, rehash episode, and it's basically just uh, Daft Punk uh, with a bit of um, music. Uh, Muzzle pay, uh, muzzle pays. Yeah, so pu- mu- muzzle pu- pays. Puzzle maze is what muzzle I was trying punk. to say. <laughs> um, music puzzle maze um, with a bit of Daft Punk. It's a rhythm in. game. Very cool. Yeah, very, it's very much cool a rhythm, rhythm game. game. Um, loved it. And uh, Icebox, which is a speedrunners game, um, very addictive. Um, yes, you can just keep going on that one. The other one I wanted to pay tribute to is one that, as I mentioned before, Dan Fapalo, uh recommended to me, uh, which is called Oh Sir, the Insult Generator. So. This is two bucks on Steam, and two two bucks, right? So it's a good good price mm. point. It's basically Street Fighter, but you're two character like caricature English people hurling insults at each other, and <laughs> as you say, as you because you it's sort of like so there's health bars and things like that. Okay, I'm showing you. I'm a picture, looking at it right now, but it's basically like the Street Fighter <clears throat> backdrop, and yeah. in the middle there's like a thing of words that you say you pick one and as you pick one it generates more things that can be added on okay and the better combos you have the more points you get and the more health you take off the other person but all the insults are like i say sir your head looks like a wedge of cheese shoved down the end of the house and like just really dumb what was the best insult oh like, I, what was the ultimate attack that you dropped out I, I couldn't even tell you because i was actually laughing so hard while i was pressing the buttons because the voice is so funny it's so 
you know, just over the top. and So it's a pretty good, say... <laughs> it's fantastic. Hashtag Snap Game? Oh, well, no, because it's on PC. But if you're going to take, take a laptop a in... Surface in there, a little Surface If you're going to take a laptop in for a Snap, I think, you're you know... lose. Good, <laughs> good on you. But um, commitment to the bit. I mean, obviously, maybe you had a few Panadols and you're a bit backed up, then, hey, this might be one for mm. you. But um, definitely... What... Did you say you had a few Panadols and got backed up? Yeah, that's what Panadol does to you. Paracetamol. I've never had that problem. No, I've never had that no. problem. You obviously haven't had too many Panadols. Apparently before. not. I've just no. had the, the recommended amount. No, paracetamol will back you up if yeah. you have too much. But Learning um, so many things today. Yeah, well, what can I say? You have this, of knowledge. You have this air of arrogance right now where you're like, I just need the recommended amount of Panadol. <laughs> I don't know what you need to Nothing's use. ever wrong with me. I'm perfect. Yeah. I, um, I, get a fair, I get headaches pretty regularly, so I think there is something wrong mate, with Mate, dealing me. with us, I have no doubt you get too many headaches. But um, oh, sir, the insult generator, it's got 98% overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. It's two bucks. Just buy it for the holidays to, for something to do. It's can you play? Can you play like verses? Uh, Could I buy it and verse you? And maybe. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really look into it that much. But there you go. Something to look at. Yeah, for, for sure. But um, that was my other one. So, um, Retrovision, Icebox, Oso, the Insult Generator. Very cool. All right. I have honorable mention going to Stardew Valley. Oh, nice. I yes. thought you hated that game. No, I haven't played that game. Oh, I haven't well, played that game. Hence the honorable. Hence the honorable mention, and oh, okay. I think it's deserved. Um, so the developer, Eric Barone, did it all on his own. Everyone knows the story now. Two mm-hmm. years of development, blah, blah, blah. Things sold a million copies inside like six weeks. It's pretty fucking impressive for a game like that. <clears throat> it's a farming simulator. It does look like fun. Mm-hmm. I know I would probably lose a fair chunk of my life in there. You know it's now available on Xbox Live. And just came out on <coughs> PlayStation 4. Oh, there you go. And Xbox, what is it? It's not a Games with Gold game, No, 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 no. It's oh, full paid purchase. Oh, bro, I'll be totally on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it did. It just dropped, I think, December 13. So there you go. There you go. That's the honorable mention. But the indie game of the year, uh, for me, was Firewatch. Another mention for Firewatch, okay. yeah. What, what you just oh, gave nothing, me this look? Nothing. You just gave me this look like fuck you, Sam. No, I, I said that was up there for <laughs> We're me not as well. All like like you. it was, it was a one B to inside for me. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I love that game. Kevin Santo did a great job on it. I think it was just, it's a beautiful <clears> story. Uh, I haven't quite played games. I know they're out there, um, but I haven't quite played a game that um, was so story and narrative driven, um, that was so restrained with gameplay. Mm. Uh, I think it was beautiful. I, it kept me hooked the whole time. It was a short game. I think it was like four or five hours game time. Uh, but it was just wonderful. Mm. So that for me is the indie for the year. Okay. And the vote from the people regarding indie darling of the year. Do you have a soundbite for this? Do you want me no. To, do you want me to? You... Okay. Is that going to piss you? Is it... All right. No, it's Maybe. pissing me off because I'm a drummer <laughs> and you're not in time. Ooh. Anyway. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the people say sharing 17% each of the total vote. Indie Game of the Year goes to Inside and Firewatch. Nice. They joint take the title. A couple of honorable mentions. Narrowly behind that with 13% of the vote. Stardew Valley were in there. A couple of other ones. Overcooked got a look in. The Witness, which was, uh, you know, the, the open world puzzle, puzzle island. Game, same guy from Braid. Abzu got a win, uh, look in. Hyperlight Drifter got a couple. Haven't played Hyperlight Drifter, but um, I was talking to Seppi from Two Gamers, One PC. He absolutely loves that game. Darkest Dungeon got a mention. Uh, Super Hot, The Flame and the Flood, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, Downfall, Speed Runners, and a couple of others. So it was a very spread field for uh, Indie Darling of the Year. Nice. The second most spread behind our final award, which we'll talk about shortly. So the next one. 
Do you want me to you say it or just, no? Just, I, just I really it. do. No, I really want you to say it. <laughs> I really want. Why you to do say we it. need to mirror it? Because it's funny. All right. Well, look, I'm just I'm just going to play the soundbite. Underdog of the year. Underdog <laughs> of the year. These blokes, I'll tell you. Oh, headaches. So, underdog of the year was our biggest surprise within the gaming spectrum of 2016. So, whether it be a product, whether it be a game, Sam, what was your underdog of the year? I fucked up. I was meant to say that my indie game of the year was No Man's Sky. What? Oh. Yeah, and then and then my <clears throat> underdog of the year was going to be No Man's Sky. And then my oh, like, that's right. And that's then, like, and then like you're being serious. And then like the rest of the categories, No Man's Sky was going to win. Fuck! How did I fuck? I screwed that up. Sorry. Yeah, it wouldn't have landed as well as you think. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I can land that. I think I can land that. Uh, okay, no, but underdog of the year was No Man's. No, it was. <laughs> that was good. It was Dragon Quest Builders for me. Wow. Good so one. this was a game that I thoroughly hated for the first hour, and then absolutely loved for the rest of it. And I totally didn't expect that I'd have as much fun as I did with it. And I still played it. Um, well after the review was out that I had to write for it that Brendan mm. had a gun to my head about so didn't need to fire it thank you very much Dragon Quest Builders my brains are all over the shop with that vermin time yeah. <laughs> have you used the code yet? nope you know I had the code I had the code typed in and was ready to hit download and I was like I should probably check with Reese but hey listen and that's when listen, I texted you I have two weeks off now it's gonna happen it's gonna happen tomorrow if I can make it happen just Leave it with what me. may get in the way tomorrow, between tomorrow, now and tomorrow. tomorrow or you don't Friday. want you don't want to know, but <laughs> the fourth or Friday or, or the Wednesday the ninth. Yeah. Let's just say it'll happen. Just leave me alone. Something, something. Curbs, your underdog of the year. Go. Strangely, it has to be Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, um, because I was what? what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just hear you me fucking out. Fucking love Call of Duty games, bro. No, I do, but like. <laughs> Shut the fuck up Sorry, sorry Listen He's laughing bro. I'm laughing at him laughing Jesus Christ man I can't even get a word out um, No It was my underdog Because There was a lot against This game From the start We talked yeah. about it Before it was coming out And even Some of the people In this room Were staunchly against it And just thought It doesn't look Very good at all Me? I had the overwhelming Pressure of a lot of people On the outside Saying the same thing as well Which you know, unfortunately, kind of influenced my um, my feelings toward going into the game. I bought it and thought. So you went in sort of rock bottom, thinking. I, yeah, I went in. I've thinking, just wasted my mate, seventy dollars. Didn't waste it. Seven day guarantee, which I actually it's always got an exit. Which it? I actually did do. I returned it after I finished. How the, is this your underdog of the year? If listen, you fucking returned John, it because I'm not finished my fucking story yet. Jesus, okay. Apologies, so, listeners. Um, it was my underdog of the year. Amazing storyline. Do you mean it was just your dog of the year? No. <laughs> anyway. Shut up. No, I want to talk about the storyline with you. Um, the campaign, I mean. Yes. So it was, yeah, underdog of the year. Amazing storyline. Incredibly well thought out. Amazing effects. Um, fantastic character depth. Music. Uh, atmosphere. Fizzer of an antagonist, though. Yes, My definitely. God. That whole Kit Harrington thing didn't quite go. Yeah, he still knows nothing in space, I'll tell you. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, a bit of a letdown. They could have done someone a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely the playability of that campaign was absolutely incredible. 
um, and definitely a lot more stretched out than most COD games. Um, didn't quite hit the mark as much as Black Ops 3 did, but it was still fantastic, um, and I loved it. Um, I loved the space dog fights and stuff like that. Um, the only reason why I returned it is because I finished the story mode on hard and um, played a that bit. That wouldn't of have been easy to do. I finished it on hard too, and some of those battles. Yeah. Damn near oh, geez, it wasn't times. wasn't easy. Um, it was much harder than Titanfall 2, that's for sure. Um, but uh, I played about three hours of online and wanted to kill myself. So I just like, nope, this is <clears> going <throat> back because I'm never going to play that again. Got my 65 bucks back. But um, Can I ask you? Yeah. Was it better than the Titanfall 2 story? Oh, because we, we've me. been at war about this for this a solid me. month. I can't. I literally, I can't. I definitely felt more emotion when I was playing the Call of Duty campaign. Ooh, okay. Uh, I connected with the characters a little bit more. But the only thing drawing me back to Titanfall 2 is that whole bond between the pilot and the Titan. And that element of the story was fantastic. Mm. Um, but then the interaction between Reyes and, and Ethan, Ethan <coughs> was a similar Ethan's kind of bond. Ethan's a pretty, pretty good little cyborg. Ethan was a fantastic character. And um, I got to hand it to those guys for once making me feel something for a Call of Duty character. How, um, did, how did you feel when you were... Black Ops you didn't, you didn't, didn't feel anything from <coughs> Soap? For Soap on a rope? Soap McTavish? Soap no. on a rope? I didn't even <laughs> take notice of that, to be honest. It didn't... How, did, you, did you lose your, your sort of... Um, I don't know, like your... I'm trying to think of the wordings to use, but when you're in the zero gravity missions and you're out in space and you're sort of using your grapple hook to go from like a bit of asteroid to a bit of asteroid and you're flying upside down and around and around having those shootouts with other enemies was i getting the bends yes <laughs> that, i'll work with that yeah yeah because that's what it felt like it throws you out of bends it because you don't it? know which <clears throat> way is up mm. um but i figured out that as long as you keep an eye on earth you can always tell mm. which way you have to land so after i died a few times and kept mm. an eye on earth in my peripheral vision that helped out a lot i like that element because it was like you had to rely on your real yeah. life senses to get through the game and it was um it was incredible and um it's a fantastic uh, new element to the game which has never been done before so props to them on that one um i'm trying to think if there's any other games oh there's probably dead space that was yeah or um zero gravity <clears throat> whatever that one was adrift it plays yeah. in that a little bit obviously but yeah mm. but um that's that's why it's my underdog because I, I went in with low expectations and came out with a uh, very, very satisfied customer. Fair enough. I definitely recommend it. Not for the multiplayer <coughs> though, because that was shit, but it mm. doesn't matter. So my... <laughs> it's like the only reason 99% of people like COD games is the one reason you fucking hate it. No, yeah. it just... But look, the reason why I don't like... It, it's, I lo it's, no, I love, I love it's it. It's because mate. I'm not very good at it and the people that have been playing Call of Duty for since the first one is they know the hitboxes inside out. They know like exactly what gun to use. And I'm just, you know, little old me over here. But... um. I'm not very good with at your so musket. That's why I'm. That's why I don't like it because I'm Poor not very Kobe good at with your musket. <clears throat> All right. So Brendan. my my underdog of the year was PlayStation VR. I was the skeptical. Game? No, just <laughs> I'm broad stroke. I, I pulled him up on this as well. I know. <clears throat> I know. I thought it was like well, there's a little bit of gimmickry in it, obviously, but I held off on getting it at launch because I thought it's just going to be 
a brief flash in the pan play one game you've experienced the vr you know we played it at eb expo and a few other events and played uh rift and vive and this that the other and i had enough of a sample from those at first when i'm like you know what whatever but then there was just something we've had had the discussions about how i picked one up and got a heap of titles but the sessions that we've had here having fun recording it playing around with it some of the sessions i've had at home it's so so good it is so well priced there is so much variety on your titles whether you want you know glorified walking simulators you want car racing you want shooting you want horror you want story you want to just have that immersive experience like that one i did the other day where i'm just descending into the depths of the sea and like Mm. i'm not moving i'm literally just looking around looking at fish and sharks and sea life like there's so much there for everybody and i'm going to take it um down to canberra over the christmas weekend and i'm going to like strap it on to to my mom and my dad and people that aren't gamers just to get them to feel this and see how see they your react. Little, oh, your little sisters have a go at that. Really when when you said I'm going to take it down to Canberra, I was like, is he going to gift his VR to the good people of Canberra? And no. then you actually started going that way. There you are. You're going to share it with people. Yeah. Which, get a key which to is the fantastic. City. And, and that's, I think that's what I think it is. That's what it, that's mm. what it should be. Yeah. And it's, I have to say, playing it this year, playing your PlayStation VR has been one of the most amazing experiences of the year as well. Mm. It's, it's fucking amazing. Mm. And yeah. the fact they do it, yeah, absolutely, you know, five hundred bucks for the headset and whatever. Like it is literally less than half price of a Vive or a Rift. Obviously, the the processing power isn't the same, and there is some additional componentry you need, like a beefy PC to play these other more high end VR units. But for the the money you pay, the experience you get out of it, you're not overly worried about your graphical fidelity and your bloody 4K and all this stuff with the VR. It's all about that experience, you know you. Mm headphones are on so you, you don't hear anything from the outside world your eyes are shut off from the outside world it's just you and whatever world that you've sort of put in through your playstation and you ride this roller coaster of emotions it's it's been great fun and, and i know i'm going to spend so much more time over this christmas period diving into all these games and, and fleshing out opinions and feelings on all these other titles that uh, the playstation have rolled out in the last what two months since this thing's been on the shelves mm-hmm yeah that's my uh it's my underdog of the year that was my biggest surprise i didn't think i'd I'd get into it and i'm all in i cannot wait for resident evil 7 on the vr Mm. i am so looking forward to that it is going to be the first big title using psvr so i'm curious to see how it's going to translate nice so ali tying into what you said earlier stardew valley is her underdog of the year with similar reasons to what you mentioned earlier. I'm bro-fisting. One man's game, sold yeah, a million copies. It has now transitioned onto, I guess you could say, the more Ew. mainstream accessible console realm now. So oh, I might... that, yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Brennan. About? It's all right. No, Ali, I... Ali's going to have a little laugh, so it's all good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know you're chuckling, Ali. Go on. <laughs> oh, so Stardew Valley is her underdog of the year, and the people... The people, the people, the people, they all jumped on Watch Dogs 2. Mm-hmm. 29% of the total vote for Underdog of the Year, uh, followed by Doom, actually. What? Came in at 21%. <laughs> so Doom came in there, and then also some honorable mentions. Overcooked again, which is a freaking brilliant game. It's mm-hmm. crazy fun with friends. Titanfall 2 got mentions. Guilty Gear Revelator. Pocket Card Jockey. 
also got oh, a bit of mention. Is that the one we were talking? We were having fun with. We were like on the DS. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was it? The, it's the horse racing card game. <laughs> yeah, still haven't played it. Yeah. I really want to play it. Yeah. So so Lauren was advocating for that pretty hard from OK Games. Yeah. Um, so Pocket Card she Jockey got game. some love. There was some more love for Stardew Valley. It came in third on the uh, on the votes for Underdog of the Year. Where's No Man's Sky? <laughs> it's just Dog of the Year or Dog Shit of the Year. We'll have a new category. There you go. I think okay. that, that speaks badly of Dog Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, third category. Start it up. Underdog of the Year. <laughs> No, that, I did that. I did that on purpose. <laughs> no, you didn't. Best Christmas gift idea. There you go. There you go. It's getting close to Christmas. Really freaking close. And I still Five days, my mate. Shopping. You don't have to so remind us. <laughs> Pretty sure we know. <laughs> so leading off with Ali, she has said, "Best Christmas gift idea is a good PC because PC gaming is where it's at." It's a generous oh, Christmas gift master she, race. She had like a joke answer. Mm. Gen- I think there's some truth to that though. Oh, there's she, absolutely she loves truth PC to that. gaming. That's Generous. absolute truth. But my best Christmas gift idea is a hyperdeck. I don't know if I can openly promote it too much, but probably nah, not. Hours upon hours upon hours of gaming. Probably illegal. Every emulator in the universe, <laughs> custom skin. I really want one now. I didn't want one, but now I want one. <laughs> Digital Hype Arcade. Check them out. DigitalHypeArcade.com. Christmas gift of the year idea for me. Okay. Reese? Uh, I would have to say either a Raspberry Pi, which are $40 on Amazon. Go on uh, all the emulators. Go on the frugal <laughs> emulator. Um, no, but there's so much more. There's not just emulators. You can do it with Raspberry Open Pi. Source, there's so much stuff you can do on there. It's basically a tiny palm-sized computer that you can plug in stuff. And, you know, I've got mates who use them to program drones and... They write programs for the Raspberry Pi. It's lots of fun. Anyone who's geeked out with computer stuff, Raspberry Pi, they're about 40, 50 bucks delivered. Definitely a good present. The other thing I was going to say is if you're wrapped with uh, what to do for someone and you want to you know, maybe drop a little bit of cash, is a, a Loot Crate subscription. Oh, um, that is a gift clever gift. that keeps on giving. Um, because Monthly. There's been some great Loot Crates that have come out mm. this year. They had a Zelda-themed one. They had a Pokemon-themed one. Um, I know that I would love to have a Loot Crate subscription, hint, hint. Um, but the reason why I love Loot Crates <clears throat> is because it's full of stuff that you would never buy because you, you you can't justify buying it half the time. It's a very, very clever suggestion. I didn't even think of this. But uh, it's definitely some like stuff that you love. You're like, oh, Charmander mm. socks. But you would never buy $15 Charmander socks. You're like, oh, I'll vouch for this because I... I have done two different loot crate subscriptions i did the standard one yeah. which every month it changes like various things from the geek world but i ha- end up getting too much stuff so and that's that's never a bad thing but when we're sort of in between moving you don't want more geekery stuff piling on top of your other stuff sure and uh big the, problem the partner was getting pretty fed up with all my crap just rolling around the place not selena i Kyle. was gonna say where were you gonna put all this stuff <laughs> exactly so I had to uh, put that on hiatus for now. And yeah. then I've been doing the Loot Crate Wear ones, which oh. the but one that I'm doing specifically is Loot Crate Socks. So you get dress socks of all kinds That's of geekery. That's one that Sam would like for sure. So it's all custom design socks, um, like with logos from gaming, from television, from film, from comics, from anime, you name it. And you get uh, two pairs of socks every month. 
and they just keep rolling in, rolling in. But now I've got too many socks. I've I actually, can, uh, I actually put that on hiatus I yesterday. I could make one pair of socks last two weeks. You could. I. You'd have to chisel them out of my shoes. That explains a bit. You have had some smelly feet here or there. I rectified that problem. I went spastic at uh, the chemist and got like 16 different foot things. Now my feet smell like a British rose. You're welcome. <laughs> that shifted very quickly. But no, Loot Crate's great. There's so many options there. That's a fantastic idea. If I they're not a sponsor, that, by the way, just in case you're are. thinking they're not. not yeah, yet. I they know. Really really, I want really them to be because they're an amazing company, but whatever. Really flogging them. No, good call. Yep. Mm. What about you, Samo? I guess uh, if I was uh, sitting at home on my lonesome on Christmas and uh, I was thinking about what I wanted someone to bring me, it might just be a sweet set of Audio-Technica headphones. <laughs> oh, this is cheap as, mate. Come on. Even they're like, my piss off. And <laughs> an Audio-Technica mic to sing the blues. MH50. I think for children, I think Dragon Quest Builder is a fantastic game for kids. Uh, also, the Pokemon Sun and Moon games are a lot of fun right now. Uh, very different. If you're, I would say, I don't know, upwards of 15 to mm. 30, it's probably a good buy. Considering you can get a 2DS for about 50, 60 bucks now. You can get them, yeah, pretty cheap, pretty cheap. So, and secondhand as well, like just quietly, <clears throat> secondhand 2DSs and 3DSs, very cheap hardware. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, let's not beat around the bush though. We all know that the gift of the season <laughs> I know where you're going with this uh, for those of you out there who've got the right console for it it's a little bit of a small title named No Man's Sky <laughs> I fucking knew it <laughs> you suck <laughs> <laughs> on sale uh. dude I, uh, I went to I went to go I was in Target I think and like they've got like you know two or three games on their shelves of like you know two or three copies of each game and then just a fucking shelf full of No Man's Sky. And I felt bad for <coughs> No Man's Sky. It got a bad rap. It's well, a that's fucking, target for you. It's a great game. 10 out of 10. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, actually, you know what else would be a good... just on People on the street. Um, Sorry. The other good CBB. one would be the NES Classic, if you can get your hands on it. That's where I was going to segue into here, surely. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, I've heard nothing but bad things <coughs> about this fucking thing. What? So... I've heard that can, the console. I've that? heard that the console controller lead is, is about so this close long. to the thing, oh. and that's, that you that's have about to fifty sit, centimeters, and you have to sit so close to the TV because of that. Yeah, and it's like in oh. yeah, but you just get a USB extender. Oh, is, is that what USB you do? Controller. USB. Oh, yeah. so oh, so don't give me something that's comfortable and fun in the box. Exactly. Nintendo have this problem <laughs> because <laughs> Ali's giggling again. Oh. <laughs> THG nights. Yeah, up late. Um, I, I think I talked about this earlier in the year. They stopped selling 3DSs with the chargers in them. Which is the you biggest have to buy, You have to buy the chargers <clears throat> separately. Mm. Go just, fuck yourselves, Nintendo. It's a Super That's Mario a run all over again. <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, actually, you know, I'm thinking about it. They've, they've got a couple of low blows from yeah, them. Yeah, you know what? Japanese, fucking Nintendo is Japanese for fuck you. That's exactly what that means. What is it actually Japanese for? I don't know. Ask Sam. <laughs> Orange Jusu <laughs> Hamburger des. Anyway, the people. It's both. It's both exactly how you say Orange Juice and Hamburger. Best Christmas. Gift you guys idea. are just speaking Japanese. That's all I need to know. Best Christmas gift <laughs> yeah. idea. Yep, yep, yep. With their second award, Watch Dogs Two. Okay, taken twenty wow. percent wow. of the vote. Ubisoft Huge. really taking it home tonight. Yeah, yes, the hungries. Right. But coming in second was the Mini Ness. Um, there was a few other mentions. Uh, a good PC by Ali. 
<laughs> VR and PSVR <laughs> were mentioned as well. Amiibos, The Walking Dead Season 3, which should be dropping, I think, this week on, on the store. Scuff Gaming Gear, uh, Decent Headsets, Batman A Telltale Series, which is 50 bucks, 10 hours worth. Yeah, I'd recommend Batman. Audio Tech. Uncharted video. 4 got a mention. Overwatch got, got some love. Can I say, Uncharted 4 hasn't been spoken about too much just yet. Mm. It will be. It will. <clears throat> it will. Mm. So the next one, where we're looking forwards. Most anticipated game of 2017. Most anticipated game of 2017. Mm. Sam, lead us off. Oh, buddy, come Sucked back to in. me. Sucked in. No, no, mate, this is you. You're oh, it's me? You're on, bro. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, I, I've, like, I've, I've looked back, I've reflected on the year that was 2016. A good year for some, not a good year for most, for a lot of reasons. What buying time. And, uh, and I'd like to think that, you know, if we can learn from our mistakes, Jesus. right? It's going to be and in the spirit, um, in the spirit of learning from our mistakes, I have to say that the most anticipated game of 2017 is No Man's Sky. God. Come on! All right, fuck you guys. No, my anticipated, most anticipated 2017 is Pyre from Supergiant Games. Pyre. Pyre. So I don't know too not much about this. The game. biggest uh, title to expect in 2017. Sorry, but these just guys quickly, did. How do you spell that? P Y R E. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Was that a test? Well, yeah, I thought it was like P-I-E-R and I was like, it's, or P-Y-A and I was like, oh, but anyway. Okay. Party-based so, RPG. Yes. Uh, a bit of an action RPG from the guys who did Transistor and Bastion to very fun action RPG games uh, that uh, were both on, I think, both on PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved Transistor in 2015. I played it. It was just fucking phenomenal mm. these guys know how to make good games the soundtracks as well are amazing Pyre I'm ready for you brother me and you or <laughs> sister who knows who knows that and No Man's Sky too. <laughs> <laughs> not giving up Reese. Uh, most anticipated um, well look there is talk that maybe Cyberpunk might get released at the end of next year so that would be pretty amazing if it did. I personally don't think it will. I think it will need more time now that they have this $7 million mm. to play with. Um, uh, look, I, for me, it's going to be the next Ghost Recon. Wildlands. Wildlands. Oh, okay. Because I've been looking forward to that since it's got started <clears throat> talking about it. And I know there's been mixed reviews about it so far. And, but cool I, footage me- at E3. From memory, you guys, did you guys play it or watch nah, it? No, we watched the video, remember, yeah. at EB Expo. So definitely that. Oh, and obviously, um, you know, Kill the Dinosaurs. What's it called? Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. <laughs> Kill the Dinosaurs. Kill the Dinosaurs. That one too. I don't have a PS4, but I'm mm. still, um, maybe I'll get one then. Mm. Because that was a sick game. So, so, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and um, Kill the Dinosaurs. That <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. There were a lot. Of, there was a lot of commentary about it <clears throat> after E3. It was quite reductive, mm. wasn't it? it was yeah. Just calling it like Tomb Raider. Oh, that's such bullshit, though. Which isn't a bad thing because the, the Tomb awesome Raider game. reboot has been fantastic. Wouldn't it be amazing if we had a reviewer for that game up? Oh yeah, wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> One day, <laughs> not stitching up anyone in the room. <laughs> what? Mache. <laughs> yeah, he's technically not in the room, but where's yeah. my Tomb Raider? No, no you're 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 like, verbal. It's, it's only on PS4. Oh, okay, yeah, sweet. Gotcha. Vermintide. So, 
This was a hard category for me, truth be told. Most oh, anticipated. Oh, shit. I forgot. No. I'm taking my answer back. It's Dawn of War 3. Yeah, fuck you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. It's, it's fully Dawn of War 3. And then Ghost Recon and then... Struck from the record. I'm getting calls from London, England right now. What the fuck is that? Dude, pick it up. Put it, And put it against the mic. Put the speaker on. Hello. Hello, you're, you've, you've reached the Hungry Gamers. Who's this from London, England? Good afternoon, sir. My name is Alex. I'm an account manager in the company marketing broker. Oh, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the company market broker. What is that, fucking Dracula? Like, <laughs> I want to suck your savings. <laughs> that legit said UK. You're terrible. That legit said UK. It did. And, uh, Plus 44. And, and I have no doubt that all of my money has now been drained yeah. from my bank account or something. It's been the reverse rich deceased uncle from Botswana. You just got like... Yeah. Fits, I just got... Catfished. UK swanted. Financially catfished. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Brendan. So anyway, most anticipated. It's, that was great. It's not an easy one because Horizon... You know, I've been beating that drum for a long time about that game. Why am I getting telemarketing calls from the UK? <laughs> I'm totally getting hacked right now. Mate, it's oh. something that happened on Saturday night. I yeah. don't... Absolutely don't uh, mistake that for a second. Oh, buddy. So, Horizon didn't make my most anticipated. I've given it a tie between Mass Effect Andromeda because Mass Effect is life and Resident Evil 7 because it looks like a fantastic reimagining of the Resident Evil franchise and playing this in VR is going to be something else. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, very well structured thought out answers well done and someone who also agrees with me miss ali hart also says resident evil 7 is her most anticipated as well as if it comes out this year detroit become human okay yes ah that's the cop one yeah 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 which is the new game made by the the, the team behind heavy rain yeah you know it's one of those your choices will shape the the universe and there's multiple endings based off multiple decisions it's it's you know follow the thread yep very cool. Looks good. Yeah. The trailer that they unveiled at E3 of this game looked fantastic. So it could be cool because this that's that's uh, got a little bit of a Blade Runner feeling to it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It did look cool. I think all the different endings to whatever the hell crisis you you know dealing with looked amazing. Mm. Pretty cool. So the people. Most anticipated game of 2017, taking out 17% of the vote. Mass Effect Andromeda. 77%. Now, 17%. I was going to say, 77%. This one was pretty pretty level pegging as well. There was votes for Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild got a fair amount of love as well. Destiny 2. Mm. Red Dead Redemption 2, which I thought was actually going to take this out. Because everyone's on that RDR train. Final Fantasy VII got some love, but there isn't any confirmation it's coming out next year. No, it's that's there. They've already got the pre-order cases out on fucking eBay and shit. Bastards. Persona Five got some love. South Park: The, Fratch- uh, the Fractured Butthole. Resident Evil Seven got some more. Detroit got some. And lastly, I think it's a piss take, but Madden Eighteen got a couple of votes too. Nah, I no, I don't doubt that. I mean, I do. I don't know. I could speculate, but I don't care. You could. You could. Okay, the big one. The finale of the Hungries is game of the year. Yeah, yeah, feel it, feel it. Mm. So Ali's game of the year 
Overwatch. Okay. Overwatch. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Mine, Battlefield 1. Oh. EA and DICE made the biggest surprise game for me that was just... Excuse me. Sorry. Perfect storyline. Those six war stories that, that combined to make the entire campaign fantastic. Graphically looked great. The source material, how they handled these horrific stories of World War One, Perfect. Sound effects are on point. The multiplayer is just chaos. Battlefield 1, DICE, EA. Thank you for a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic game. Boom City. Mm. Love that game. Reese. Overwatch. Ooh. Sales pitch. Uh, look, I mentioned it before. The community around Overwatch made it a far better game than it could have been. Had there been no community and no structure and no support, it would have fizzled out by now. But Blizzard really came through and um, made it a fantastic game to keep playing. And also the people that play the game created a just a, a lore about it that made it very interesting to be a part of. And I just love the gameplay. I think it um, it's so well-balanced. Anyone can play this. Mm-hmm. If you're a novice, if you're an expert you will definitely find a challenge no matter what you do. And uh, just surprisingly fantastic games to play all the time. And for me to keep playing a a multiplayer game for six to seven months is a big, big deal. Mm. Because I would get bored. Yeah, you didn't do the old seven-day returns on this one. No, definitely not, no. and um, It is crazy stupid fun. Yeah. It it is the embodiment of a pick-up-and-play or... You know, five, ten minute game. Like, you've got 10, 15 minutes to kill before you've got to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Jump on two, three games. You're done. You're out. I'm going to anyway. jump in here because my honorable mention was Overwatch. All right. Okay. So I want to jump in on this conversation now. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. I think Blizzard knows exactly how to pull like the biggest group of people together mm-hmm. um, to enjoy one game. And the whole thing. They've done a fantastic job with it. It's undeniable. It's, it's a fucking huge. Yeah. It's a juggernaut huge of a game. game. Um, with like these massive online multiplayer games there's like very few that seem to have like a real sticking power real staying power Um, League of Legends has it Dota 2 has it Overwatch has it like Overwatch is not going anywhere anytime soon and this community is totally going to stay and I think it's down to sorry turned into an esport in its first year well, yeah, but I mean, fucking any multiplayer games technically an esport these days. But they're what they're doing with the esport itself is huge. Where creating leagues, and where they're creating leagues, <clears> and <throat> it's franchising out like football teams. Um, the vision for the game is there. The player base is there. The game itself is unique. I, I think it's far better than any of the other sort of FPS slash MOBA hybrids that are out at the moment yeah. like Smite unfortunately I know Smite's got a bit of a <laughs> and thing like you look at Battleborn like it is Battleborn literally killed Battleborn dead in the water killed Battleborn sadly so uh, for that I think that absolutely Overwatch is uh, certainly mm. honourable mention for Game of the Year it was up there for me too that yeah. and Un- Uncharted 4 actually because yeah. I, I was on that that high horse for a while when I finished that campaign and it was it was right up there like if Battlefield 1 didn't come around this year Uncharted 4 would have been Game of the Year for me but I don't know what it was. Yeah. Our paths, mine and Battlefield 1's crossed at the ideal time and magic happened. I like that yours was Battlefield 1. Mm. Mm. What about you, Sammy? Oh, the No Man's Sky. 
Get the fuck out. <clears throat> You're officially oh, cut off. He, he actually was the one that hacked their Hello Games Twitter account, I bet, and wrote about how it's a regret and a disaster and all that. He's the mole. I'm so Maybe. disappointed. Yeah. Less for real, though. Come on. What is Overwatch. It? it was Overwatch. Okay. I thought that was the honourable mention. Yeah, well, fuck, man. It's was the joke. It? Yeah. <laughs> it's the bit. <laughs> so his game of the year was Overwatch, but he, he swerved us with the No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. So the people... I'd like to think someone laughed. Somewhere. The, no the people also... Laughing. No one's fucking laughing. <laughs> no they really laughing. aren't. They're, They're like, oh, oh, we get a dickhead. No, let's go. This is the first time they've just stopped <laughs> listening to an episode halfway through. They're like, you know what? I'm done with you guys. Should have stopped that at telemarketer 46. back on the phone. Yeah, fuck that guy. Get, get that account manager Ask back on Ask what his phone. game of the year was. Yeah. Oh my God, we should have done that. That so, would have been amazing. The people. Overwatch. People also... The people's oof, game oof, of the oof. year. It wasn't it wasn't a complete landslide. They took out eighteen percent of the total vote. Coming in second behind that actually was a three way tie. If Pokemon Go is one of them, I'm gonna It is not on here in any way, shape, or form. Thank God. So Uncharted Four with Battlefield One with Doom all came in Jesus. at eleven percent of the vote. And then there was some love for Forza Horizon three, Titanfall mm. two inside. Destiny Rise of Iron got a couple of votes. Street Fighter Five got some votes. Witcher Blood who, and Wine. Who is that idiot? I'll, fo- I'll have to comb it through and find out. Fan- Final Fantasy got a couple of votes. Ratchet and Clank, Dark Souls 3, Stellaris, Far Cry Primal, Telltale Batman, Firewatch, Stardew Valley. Far Cry Primal got a vote? Yeah. Oh, and uh, wow. Watch Dogs 2. I bet the Far Cry Primal guys probably the Madden 18 fella as well. Someone's if trolling. If I can remember right. Someone's trolling. So... It was a was a wide field. Like you look at that, what is there? Twenty different titles, I think, all got nominated game of the year. So it was a good year for gaming. Ton of titles, so, ton of variety. But Overwatch came through. Indeed. Across everywhere. Good form, people. Great form. Mm. But let's uh let's start moving through the the final segments of the Hungries episode. Jumping into some iTunes reviews. iTunes review of the week. <laughs> Like this is just a soundbite to introduce everything. Oh, it's it's how, how we got to do it. How we got to do it. So the, this one keeping this guy in business. Oh, Chuck's the man. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Stay hungry. <laughs> so, five stars, short and sweet. Tagline is cool. Exclamation point by a guy called Arthur Brum from the US, and his uh, review, simple and straight to the point. Cool show, not so cool guys. That's our tagline. I love this guy. That's our tagline. That's that's what we have to put on our logo. If I was a first time listener amazing. to this episode, I'd probably be like, you know what? Yeah, Arthur Brum, he's, he's pretty well bang on the money. That is... I, we are going to make that our fucking what tagline. Is, what is the, how is the show cool without... Isn't the transient property of cool like passed on from us to the show? Nah, maybe it's Westing a little bit of cool from video games. Well... You know, oh, we're talking about cool things. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's how I see it. Oh, You're quite done over there, Sigmund Freud. Jeez. <laughs> totally, not, totally not the right <laughs> I'll give you some, tra- some transient property. You know. Socrates. <laughs> Socrates. Arthur Brum, thank you very Arthur much Brum. for that. And the, uh, the last it's review we're going to cool tackle for 2016. It's tagline. By a guy called L. Peets from the US as well. Great podcast is the subject. Five out of five stars. We'll we love them five out of fives. Keep them coming. Yeah. Keep them honest too on the reviews. So it reads, Great podcast. The hosts really mesh well together and their distinct personalities make 
it for an entertaining show. Their enthusiasm for video games and pop culture is evident throughout all the episodes and their individual points of view lead to great but hilarious discussions. A perfect addition to anyone's weekly podcast playlist. What a sweetheart. I thought that was nice. I thought it hit on some good points. El Pete's from the US. We appreciate you listening to us in our, no doubt, funny, unique accents all the way over there in America. Yeah. There's probably some things we say that not many of these people understand over there. Yeah, mate. Because we phrase things weirdly. We do. A lot of slang. But, yeah. Mm. That are our our two reviews for the week. Do you want to say anything to El Pete's or Arthur Brum? Before we transition into Thank you for the tagline One uh, last letter for the for the year. Give him a cheers mate mm. Give him a cheers On ya On ya Arthur on. L. Pete's On ya lads Keep on listening You're Stay hungry Set. Tell Freak your stroke friends genius Tell your friends And what we're also going to tell Is a uh, nice letter we got through the, A couple of days ago I thought We had a few smaller questions But I thought Let's let's sort of round this episode out With a, with a good one from our man Dylan down there in Victoria. Dear Hungry Gamers, I had to write in again before you guys take a well-deserved break. It's not about well-deserved, but we'll take it. We work hard for the most part. <laughs> we we'll- don't. <laughs> no, we do, we do. Anyway, back to the serious points. Thanks for explaining the world of 8-Bit and for helping me discover the artist Dub Mood through your intro song. So he has... Uh, Taking some time. I haven't listened to the rest of Dub Mood's back well, catalogue. Du- Dub Mood. He could have some humdingers. Dub Mood is the guy who remixed the song. The original song was done by Amanaguchi. But um, you just say humdingers. I did say humdingers. <laughs> what are you really turning it on now? <laughs> it's just, it's just this. Like it's near pitch black. In I've got to say, the yeah, sun was up when we were recording. And now it's like, uh, this is like, a, I want to play it's very some, mood light. Some jazz, like mood cool jazz. <laughs> Alright, no. Anyway, oh, you cool cats out there. Back to it. We're doing a disservice here to Dylan. Anyway, so thank you for pro- providing the quality merch. My jumper featuring Craig's beautiful portrait arrived the other week, and it's awesome. He's got the last ever THG Craig hoodie in existence or in circulation. We will do another fresh a run coming um, up to winter after Christmas. Craig's, we'll get some fresh Craig's merch the out there. Craig's our diner. You should know this. I'm, no, I'm, I'm tweet I'm, us I'm explaining. what you think. Uh, would make good merch too if you want to you know just to throw it out there for the people get it out there socks I'm telling you man socks socks would be good we need to work out how to make some socks anyway we need to wholesale so back to Dylan here's my main question for you guys this time and I ask this because I've hosted I've hosted some recently and am always looking to improve how do you prepare for the perfect games night so there's three three questions what food and drinks do you provide what do you leave up to your guests and what video games are best for local multiplayer and how do you pick the ones that are good for non-hardcore FPS and fighting game players? So let's do the first one. So what food and drinks do you provide for a, for a local-based uh, games I'm night? I'm just going to interject right away and just start making my points. Um, okay, so if you've got people coming over and using your gaming equipment you have to think about the kind of food that you're going to provide because if any of the food is finger food, it may leave a residue on the hands of the people who are trying to play, thus leaving your equipment somewhat dirty. So the equipment that you want to provide, make sure either you have some sort of covering on it or you can just select the right kind of food. So I would tend to stay away from things like Cheetos, Cheezels, Twisties, etc. Any of the cheese-based chips. Any of the cheese-based chips or anything that could possibly leave a 
very sort of oily residue. So there goes on. your potato chips as well. Okay, but you know, if popcorn's you to, cooler. If you were to use Lay's, uh, you know, they're quite like thin. Some so yeah, so you know, they they always go pretty well. Um, for something a little bit more of a moderate snacking. Um, I would probably say something like piggies in a blanket um, would go down amazingly. Well what is that people. for the people that don't know? So you're talking just a little don't, bit. Don't encourage A little bit of phyllo pastry. <laughs> don't enable him. Cocktail frankfurts. Uh, we call them 40 francs. But, um, yeah, no, we don't. Weenies. <laughs> yes, we do. We call them cocktail frankfurts. We do we? not. We call them 40 francs. All right, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. And then you said weenies? Yeah, in America they call them weenies. Oh, yeah. Okay. No? Or weeners, whatever. Yeah, Brendan. Oscar Mayer. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, just wrap it up in a bit of filet pastry, put them in the oven 20 minutes. Anyway, um, something like that. Uh, and maybe some carrot sticks and hummus for the people who I'm are more assuming, health con- conscious. Would you recommend having some sort of toothpick to skewer these things? Uh, well, mm, yeah. To well, avoid the dirty finger residue yeah, altogether? Yeah, or just have a lot of napkins on hand to make sure that people are holding stuff and not you know, using their fingers as much as possible. You want to try and avoid that. So... Uh, yeah, popcorn is an amazing one because you can get popcorn in many flavors. You can go sweet or savory. Caramel popcorn is a big hit. You know, you can get a five kilo jug of it from Costco. It's great stuff. That's um, a lot. You know, oh, we did eat a lot of that with COVID. Yeah, guys. definitely good. <clears throat> um, so that's my. What about your drinks? Have I would you... I would say that's what people have to BYO because they bring the drinks. Very it's, an ex- good. it's expensive to provide drinks, but if you feel like you might have some friends that, you know, might be a bit skint on cash for drinks and stuff. It's sort of seen as good hostmanship to go and get a fairly average price case of beer. You live in the States, you could easily go and get some Coors Light, 36 pack, always goes down well, um, would be my would be my guess. And then if people want other drinks, then they can provide them themselves. It's got answers across geography, mm. this kid. I yeah. know how to host, okay? A man that knows no borders. <laughs> Hands across the water. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Do you have any food? No, I want to. I want to. Like I want to. Reese go for the third one. I feel like he's knocked the first two out of the park. I want to hear the third one. Yeah. Okay. So the games that you play. Yes. Um, you, I'm going to need some help because the one that springs to mind is that one that we played at Spawn Point with the four people, four characters that fight. Yep. On the truck. What's oh. it called? Yeah. Where you're like you're pretty much boneless almost, and you're flopping around. Yeah, it's, it's a physics. It's game. called like Team Force or something. I forget what it's called. All right. We know the one. Yeah. You're pretty much four characters and you're, you're, you're boneless and you're we'll literally just, well, Let's just around. say a brawler. A brawler? Yeah, yeah but it's like not... Like a Super Smash Brothers, something simple and easy. Yeah. Um, personally, I wouldn't actually say Super Smash um, because I find that game a little bit... Um, people tend to give up pretty quickly because if they haven't played it before, they've fallen off the edge, they're getting mm-hmm. kicked out. That particular one that I was talking about, if someone could look it up, that would be good and we'll talk about it at the end. That's you, brother. But um, <laughs> So th- that game springs to mind. Um, a racing game, Mario Kart, 100% because oh, yeah. that's a very evenly skilled game. I, I find any of the Mario games like Mario Kart, Mario Party, even the, the four-player Super Mario Brothers that dropped on Wii U, Mm-hmm. Where there's Mario, Luigi, Toad, and then I don't know what the Yellow Toad's name was. What's from Yellow Toad? Whatever. Those those three games are great. <clears throat> Four players. Um, what was like? Oh, Smash. Smash is good in a way if you've got more than four people. Like yes. you can do eight player. Yep. That's cool. Um, you can do little fighting tournaments on on any type of game. Um, it's hard to say really. 
like what else would sort of fit into this spectrum? I remember the the title now. I've Excuse found me. it. It's called Gang Beasts. Gang, Gang Beasts. beasts. There yes, you go. Um, that is the probably the best one. It's twenty dollars US on Steam. Um, if you have a lot of game nights, it's mm. definitely worth it because. I can't even describe much about it. Watch a few mm. videos on YouTube, download it and play it. You won't regret it. You know what else? Ali would probably recommend a bit of genital jousting in here. Oh, for sure. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Or even uh, Oh Sir, um, the insult generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but these party, game, party games. Yeah. I, I, Western I'd... Press. Remember our friends from uh, <laughs> The Memory Afcon. Game. Yeah, yeah, The Memory Game. Western Press is a good one to check out. a good game, yeah. Um, what are some other things we've played at Spawn Point that were fantastic? Or even uh, if, if you've got a Google Chromecast, uh, Cards Against Humanity is available on Google Chromecast um, as an app. So, you know, that's always a good one to play. Anything card-based. I'd recommend VR too. Yeah, if you've got a VR, then someone could have, <laughs> we're a, really setting have, a, have a turn of that. But um, <coughs> I guess if we're, if, we're trying to, <laughs> if we're trying to focus on four-player, mm. um, then yeah, I would say Cards Against Humanity, Gang Beasts, Mario Kart, you know, they would be my top four. Mm. Or you yeah. just any any of the games where winner stays in, loser bows out, you know, or the top three stay top three, in, I mean, not fourth top, one drops three. out. Just keep it rotating, keep it fun. Yeah, mixing great, it up. Great stuff. <clears throat> there you go. But Dylan. just just games that are accessible. Yeah, no, nothing that you need a, a massive learning curve to be able to. So not have COD, some fun and some success. Not in. Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Halo is good for that as well. I think Halo is yeah. a great land game. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good call. Any any food or drinks you'd recommend, Sam? That God no. No, it's totally not my territory. I feel like Reese nailed it. He did do pretty well. I'd, I'd add jerky to it too because there's no oh, there's no real addition. residue on your fingers with jerky. No, whole host of flavors. If I can also just point out, uh, your local deli or grocery store will usually put together a small platter for about ten or fifteen dollars if you ask them. My, my you only criticism, pack? my only criticism would be that there's not enough like like vegan options. <clears throat> He well, mentioned carrots. Yeah, that's like and carrots, hummus, carrot sticks, and hummus. Are you, uh, is hummus vegan? I don't know. I don't know. You could get vegan hummus. Probably I'm not. Um, I'm really not sure. Yeah. Well, that's actually a really good point to bring up is to is to figure out. You know, mm. maybe you put that in the dietary invite. requirements. Dietary requirements. Yeah, that's important. Because mm. you know, there's nothing worse than being hungry. Yeah. And a gamer. Any and we know it. <laughs> yeah. They said the words. <laughs> So, so closing off Dylan's email oh. um, after those questions, he said, "Thanks again for up. a great year of news and entertainment, and I'm looking forward slash listening intently to whatever you've got in store for us next year. Stay hungry, Dylan from Victoria. Plenty so, on the horizon. We do have a lot of things happening. We're gonna wait, finally... Dylan from Victoria. Yeah, New South Wales, uh, uh, Australia. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought he was from the states. No." Nah. Oh, why did I think he was from the States? You don't get to do over your Because you just went rogue with the cause light packs. Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's where you were thinking. Yeah. Okay, well, if you... Okay, so Aldi do a really good uh, case <laughs> if of beer. He, if he says rivets, tw- it, it is ignore rivets. Ignore him right <laughs> away. <laughs> I can't get drunk on rivets or, to save my life. Or even the... Honest uh, to God. I, I prefer to drink literal case. metal rivets in a glass drunk. of water. Their version of cans. Corona is quite good. But uh, um, I recommend Aldi for some cheap beer or... Um, Oh man, I can't even think now. But if you go to Coles, they do the deli platters for about twenty bucks. So that's a good get thing on them to do. Twiggy sticks, Snoss, you reckon? Twiggy sticks, ham, pastrami, whatever. It's all there. You're it welcome. is all there. You're welcome. So so let's let's start closing this up. 
maybe if you want to take the reins individually before we start phasing out anything you want to say anything you want to mention thank you shout outs now's the time because uh the next time we'll be doing this will be in 2017 reese anything you want to say anything you want to mention um, <coughs> highlights lowlights it's all right it's all right it's all right i got it i got it we're not we're not we're not going yet mate it's all right i've got full control all right i'm trusting you all right because there's probably a fair few people we're gonna say thanks to <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it did you just loop it you ruined it you ruined anything alright thank you very much I think first and foremost to the people who have been listening for this whole year yeah. it astounds me that anybody listens to this show but there you are on the other end listening intently every week and we do thank you we do really appreciate it. and to get things like the reviews every week are obviously amazing to see even the funny ones that say cool show not so cool guys uh, and I <laughs> think one. as well we've uh, we've met a lot of cool people throughout the year if we um, forget anyone sorry in advance but of course the day one DLC guys uh, and the OK Games guys I think were the first that we really <coughs> sort of ventured out and, yep. and interacted with um, we went to Adelaide for Avcon we did EB Games Expo that was a lot of fun as well Brendan take over yeah just just mirroring everything Sam said um the fact that what five or six episodes in we were clueless as anything and we end up stumbling our way into you know top spot on new and noteworthy for video games and we've been there literally for 40 episodes um we couldn't have done that kind of stuff without you listeners persisting with you know this this funny yet flawed show that we pump out every week and it's it's good fun i want to thank uh you two boys for Fuck, uh, you took my thing being being part of this this fun little crew i want to thank ali i want to thank dusty i want to thank ben who have uh, not only been part of the hot seat when required, but are also very, very uh, loved and needed members of this little team here. Mm-hmm. As as Sam said, um, the OK Games crew, the D1 DLC guys, these these were our initial sort of brethren in this Aussie podcast group, community, family world that we're all sort of paddling around in, you know, with a little bit of an idea, but we're all here to have fun. You know, Michael and Tegan from, from Reset, Pez from You Game Bro, the couple of NPCs uh, that we, we partied on with the other night, mm. uh, the inconsolables, Andrew and Alex. dialogue options. Reset. Reset again, just emphasizing Michael and Teagues because they are <laughs> they are pretty cool. I wasn't listening, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's just been it's been a fun year, like forty six episodes. Who would have thought? It was real feast or famine, I think we we're all probably unsure of where this was going to go if if we we're going to get one listener let alone you know the the, the fan base and the listener base the that millions we, that and millions generated. of listeners across the world that we have today you know that, that take the time to to subscribe to rate review to tweet us to make fun of us to laugh with us to to just make this worth it really mm. it's it's been a good year well Reese, look you know i couldn't really set it by myself i mean i could have but i chose not to but uh, no I'd like to thank everyone again and um, you know 2017 is going to be even bigger and better it will check out AGPN on Facebook but uh, I mean let's cut it again winding up uh, look it's just it's been fun and unexpected but um, look I I, again just wanted to thank you guys because you know Mm. wouldn't be wouldn't be a podcast without you and obviously Ali for jumping on and, and Dusty as well I know you already said it but I wanted to say it too so stuff you and I, I want to say one last thing yeah 
Can you please tell me when to play this fucking sample? Maybe, I'm dying. Maybe right start now. in like 10 seconds. In 10 seconds. All right. 10. I, I want to thank Matt and Lily from uh, Technical Audio Group who are representing us with Audio Technica. They yeah. believed in us enough to not only jump on board with this in early access, but provide us with copious amounts of gear support that we use every week that they've lent to us for, for shows to film, to, to give out to fans, yeah. hats, merch, headphones, microphones, everything like they are one of the biggest parts of making a sound and look the way we do because it's a brilliant product. We believed in it well before they came on and said, we believe in you. So Matt Lilly and the rest of the guys there at, audio technica thank you we love you and we'll be back next year we will be back next year gonna start off with some kerbo quest can't wait to get that out somewhere between the fourth and the ninth happy new year merry christmas everyone Mm. safe holidays much love stay hungry You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.